Hello, friends. Welcome back to the podcast. I love doing these Disney episodes, and it is pretty awesome that people are pretty perceptive to this. It's a real love of mine. Uh, if you know me, I love all things Disney. I'm seriously still dying for Disneyland to reopen. We had Shanghai reopen on Monday, and obviously it's not to full capacity and not the way I would like things to be in a Disney park, but I'll take that over not being able to go at all. So I'm hoping we get some news about Disneyland and Disney World in the near future because I'm dying to get back to both those parks. Obviously, Disneyland, that's like my local park. I'm there multiple times a week, but I have an annual trip in October that my friends and I do, and that's one thing that I look forward to. I'll get on an airplane, fly across the country by myself just to link up with my friends, and I really hope that we're able to do it this year. It's really weird that I haven't been to Disney World at all this year. Normally, we'll have something planned in springtime. Obviously, that got canceled. I've mentioned that millions of times. So hopefully late October, Halloween time, I'll be on an airplane flying to Orlando to see all my friends that I haven't seen and which will be weird because it'll have been a full calendar year since I've seen them except for Steve. I saw Steve uh, actually after our last October trip, he came out to California, but everybody else I haven't seen. And that's such a bummer to me because I, I miss him so much. And I'm just dying to get that trip going. But Disney episode's back. We tracked down Steve Huey. We thought he was in Altoona, but luckily he's still on Long Island. We found him. We got him. Talked to him for a really long time. Garrett's back. It was a really fun episode. I walked away from this episode just on a high just because I haven't been to Disney in so long and it's been a while since I did the last Disney episode. Uh, Garrett and I had Lynn on, which was awesome, but it was just really fun to be able to sit down with some really close friends and just talk about something that we all truly love. So for everybody that tunes into these episodes that are at all curious about why we love Disney, or even if you're a fan of Disney, I, I thank you because these are some of my more favorite episodes. So please, without further ado, welcome Garrett and Steve to the podcast. live welcome to the podcast steve huey wait before we start steve huey i've been chasing you down trying to get you on the podcast for so long and i always mention your name on the podcast you're a, a big help you got me a lot of great guests and i appreciate you helping me out behind the scenes so i'm stoked to finally have you on the podcast you well, i'm fucking stoked to be here i'm a lot of persons right yeah yeah okay yeah i'm fucking stoked to be here so uh like I know I've gotten you like these guests or whatever. And like, we've been trying to work something out, but like 
I'm an idiot and I have a stupid schedule. So I was like, no, I have stuff to do. And I couldn't get around to it. But now I'm here and I'm excited. All right. And Garrett, welcome back. You're always here for the Disney ones. And I appreciate that. Oh, yeah, man. We're here. We're doing it again. Glad to have Steve out. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to get into this. Okay. Well, pretty big news for all of us Disney fans. May 11th, Shanghai Disney reopened after being one of the first parks to close. I was reading on the procedures that they went with, and I was really surprised at the capacity. They went at 30%. Normally, Shanghai Disney, the stats I was reading uh, is normally 80,000 people a max capacity but today they only went with 24,000 which is a crazy low number for an entire theme park I was like holy yeah. shit I wonder what numbers we're going to get at either Disney World or Disneyland did you guys look into that at all today um, I actually watched like some of the like little videos that have been put out for the Shanghai stuff and like it looks great and it looks like they were like doing the right thing the really crazy part is how a week's worth of tickets for entry sold out in an hour. That is insane. Yeah. That's nuts, man. I'm not surprised because I've been yelling and telling everybody I don't care um, when it is, but day one Disneyland reopens, I'm there. I'm calling out of work. I'm going straight to Disneyland. And if I don't have to wear a face mask, I won't. And I'm just ready for it. it it's been too long. Like I'm seriously Rebel dying to get back. Cause. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. Well, what's what's crazy is all that had to be all those entries were um, reserves, right? Because yeah, yeah, they were all had to be reserved in advance, which is crazy, and that's how it's going to be. I would just imagine for Walt Disney World and Disneyland when they finally eventually open up, which is going to be weird. It's going to like we're going to. It's like we have flex passes. We have to reserve sure. to go. Well, yeah. Um, I don't know for land but i know mm -hmm. sorry jamie but no, i know fine. for worlds they're like the huge rumor going around is that like people that are staying at the resorts will get like first crack at it but we'll I, see yeah i've heard that too and i've heard that that's going to be at disneyland as well but well, even though you guys yeah. have what, like three we have two three three oh, oh, paradise pier still open yeah uh yeah yeah it's still there so for uh, today at shanghai everybody that had a ticket to get in they're tickets got grouped up so they had actual return times to actually enter the main park which i thought was like really interesting it's like holy shit like how do you separate people in groups on when to enter when i, I know there's like some people who want to get a full day's worth of experience but i guess the drawback or the the way they can counter that is like okay you have a certain time you can come in but you got to realize it's 30 percent capacity you're going to be able to do everything in a timely manner and yeah we're not full force there's not going to be uh parades or all the attractions open but still no matter what time you get in you should be able to get on things because I, I was reading customers comments and they were talking about how it was very nice that even though they had all the markings for social distancing uh they didn't have to wait in line everything was basically a walk-on for them yeah it's kind of like an after hours event but during the day which that's sick yeah, it, yeah, it's going to remind me like old school uh, Disney when either when it would rain or uh, going on the Super Bowl back in the day. It used to be like prime time because nobody would be there because everybody would be at home watching football. So I'm really curious. And I was looking at some of the, the photos that got posted and I, I felt like it was kind of backwards uh, the way they spaced out the people in the queues they had these um boxes on the ground that said do not stand here and i i feel like 
<laughs> like in my brain, I'm like, okay, that's where we should stand. But uh, they really wanted you to stand in between the boxes, which that was like kind of backwards. I was like, this is weird because it didn't look like that much space in between the boxes. I was like, I feel like it makes way more sense to stand on these boxes instead of in between. Yeah, bro, it's China. Everything's backwards. No, I'm just kidding. But um, <laughs> I don't know. It looks pretty cool. I thought the whole idea of like the character meet and greets that are like on a platform, like. 10 feet above you like waving down to you I thought that was like hilarious but like I guess that's like a nice coping mechanism yeah I, 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 guess, yeah. I feel like that. yeah that's better than nothing because obviously they don't want to bring out guests and have or excuse me bring out the, the characters and have them you know be touching the guests because normally it's like you're hugging and handshaking you're all over each other so yeah. I, I guess that makes way more sense to just kind of keep everybody apart and like let's yeah. be real you could have them like gated off somewhere like on like the ground but, like, there's going to be that, like, one little son of a bitch kid who, like, breaks away from his parents who are, like, not paying attention and is just, like, rubbing Corona all over Mickey Mouse. <laughs> I, th I think about that video of that, uh, there's that video going around of that, that girl who's just, like, licking, like, that, just, like, that handrail, just going to town on it. It's so terrible. <laughs> oh. I was like, yeah, like, okay. <laughs> that's going to be just licking all the Q handrails. Yeah. Like, I, I've, I've oh seen my it. God. Yeah. It, it's that, that's what I think about. Okay. Like, parents, please pay a little more attention to your kids when you're out because stuff like that goes down because they don't know any better. They're kids. They're, they're still, you know, growing up and they don't know what's right from no, wrong. That, that kid was a different breed. That was rough to watch. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Maybe she was just, like, yeah, she was just into that handrail so much. I don't know. It was, it was, <laughs> it's just so gross to think about, especially like, like that, that little girl, like, defined what a mutant is. Yeah. And not like the cool X Men kind. Like the old yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. Well, uh, Steve, I, I know you wanted to have this discussion uh, comparing Disneyland to Disney World and. There's so many things to compare because there's just so much to talk about. So uh, oh. I'm kind of leaving it up to you. Like, where would you like to start since you're the guest? Okay. So uh, in November, I went to Disneyland. We all hung out. It was sick. And I kind of came to the conclusion that I think, think I like Disneyland more. Wow. Ooh. I did not. Yeah. Know. I was not expecting that take from you. Okay. All right. Uh, well, hear me out. Okay. The vibe is way better. And I don't have like, you know, that like horrible family from like somewhere like pushing and shoving and like breathing down my throat because or not my throat but like back back my neck like because they have to do every single ride in the entire like all disney world and but like disneyland you guys are like yeah we're just going with the flow we're here to hang out and i'm like yo this is sick and you guys have way better characters too but maybe that's just because like i'm used to like all the disneyland stuff i mean the disney world stuff but okay disneyland though your food game is weak as shit Whoa. You guys have good snacks, but like the sit-down dining is weak as shit. I feel like I, I need to take you on a food tour. Yeah, in Disneyland. Okay, well, I'm, I've I've always wanted to do like a buy the Bayou place. Okay, Blue Bayou. Right now. Blue Bayou. But everyone says it's like the biggest letdown. Like the atmosphere is cool, but the food sucks. No, no. I feel like that's okay, and this might hurt some people's feelings, but that is my feelings towards Club Thirty Three. Atmosphere is awesome. The food sucks. Yeah, but which that that sucks to hear. But Blue Bayou, I feel when it comes to uh, the more fancy dining in Disney, I, I feel like that's a great entry point because the vibe super chill. Obviously, I'm for the most part they don't take walk ups. It's um, reservation only, and for the price point and the food that you get, I feel like it's pretty good. Yeah, yeah. And then I want to try that the Lamplight Lounge. That's the one in uh, California Adventure, right? Yes, DCA. Garrett's very familiar with the Lamplight Lounge. 
the wife works there. She's a she's a, a a lead line line cook over there. Um, the food's well, great there. Everything good about it. Okay. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm not trying to be biased. Like it's good. Like there's some things I don't get over there. Um, but then there's other stuff that are really good. Like what were it, those piggy wings? Those things are fire. Um, I think they have those at Ohana in Florida too. Oh really? That's yeah. Cool. I've never, I haven't been there. They have um, pretty good. Their uh, drinks are on point too. That poke is pretty good. Yeah. The okay. one gripe. Yeah, it's it's good. It's really refreshing too. It's like a nice take because like you don't you know you think you know pokey is popular right now and it's gonna I think it's gonna continue to get popular. I hope. I mean, I like it. But you know, going to like a place as big as Disneyland, you don't really expect to get pokey, and then you have that option. Um, the one gripe I have are those what they they're what were they the hash the potato skins? Remember those, Jamie? Oh yes, I do. Dude, they have the audacity to just take a potato, form it into a puck, fry it, and call it a potato skin. Nah. It was nah. whack. Yeah. That is whack. Yeah. When I'm thinking potato skin, I'm thinking you're taking the whole potato, you're cutting it in half, you're taking out the insides, you're frying the skin, you're creaming the potatoes, you put that shit in there, put the fucking sour cream, you put the chives, you put bacon, whatever else accoutrement you want, boom, potato skin. That's a potato skin? I thought that was like a twice-baked potato. <laughs> no, well, I mean, I think they're similar. I don't know. They're all potatoes, dude. Okay. Well, fuck the puck. Lamplight Lounge, <laughs> get your shit right. But Lamplight Lounge, they do have this cool thing. If you have a big enough party, is it like what minimum of eight people, Garrett, for the yeah. for the office? They have this secret room, and uh, allegedly they pick parties at random, and they take you to this uh, secret room. But to get into the room, you have to like you know pull like this lever, right? Or you have to do some sort of thing with this lever to generate enough electricity to open the door, and then you go inside, and it's like a little like speakeasy, and it's just exclusive to you and your party, and there's like nobody else in there, and you get like your own server. It. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. nice. They have like okay. behind the scenes Pixar stuff in there too, real quick, like sign stuff and like yeah, like animators, like sketch art, sketch art and stuff like that. But also so, be in the parks. What other places? Are, sit down dining are worth it. Uh, dude, I love. I will always forever love um, Carnation Cafe on Main Street. Uh, very good food. Um, I had one of the greatest chicken sandwiches of my life in that restaurant. So okay. that place saying. is good. I've been there uh, for breakfast and dinner it's uh, pretty awesome I, I feel like a, a place that a lot of people uh look over is plaza in and you can okay, just so i did character breakfast there okay and that's awesome the character selection was actually insane like it didn't make any sense the fact that it was like geppetto max goof like mm-hmm. rafiki it, it was all over the place okay captain hook but then the food was like super basic super entry level not bad but mm-hmm. you were like really like this yeah. is it okay because I guess that would get compared to like Disney World's Crystal Palace, where the food yeah. is far superior, mm-hmm. okay. and the restaurant's much nicer too. You got to go back mm-hmm. for lunch or dinner because they're that restaurant. The fried chicken, right? Exactly that yeah. that yeah. restaurant is known for their fried chicken, and I argue that it's the best fried chicken on the West Coast. I haven't had any other chicken that's better than that, and for the price and just the vibe, like you can't beat that. You go in there, yeah. what, it's like 18 bucks for a, a plate of chicken. You get uh, three pieces, and then you have a side of green beans and mashed potatoes, and you get biscuits. And if you want, you can sub out for double mash, no beans or double beans, no mash. They're pretty nice about it, and it, it, it's amazing in there. 
And I know Garrett, Garrett's gone in there and gotten the pasta, which I always clown him about because I feel like that's very disrespectful. <laughs> but maybe he can speak on out, that. I was going to out myself. You don't have to out me now. I was going to out myself. I was like, the, the fried chicken is the bomb. But, you know, when I go in there and I see pasta, I'm feeling pasta, you know? Well, it wants his carbs, man. Yeah. I want, I want my, it, my, my classic, authentic Italiano chicken fettuccine Alfredo or penne Alfredo, whatever the fuck. Yeah. But that's the that's the same exact pasta they serve down the way in Tomorrowland at Pizza Port. It's true. It's the same. Fair. Yeah. Um, the one other thing that Disney World clear cut victory has over land is like our Disney Springs downtown Disney area. It's like, oh, a, it's like a color. Oh, yeah. It our our dis our downtown Disney is like I want to say maybe one third or one fourth the size of Disney Springs. Like there's no comparison. It's no, true. Way. You guys don't even have any stuff on there that's like even remote competition Dude. like it's like oh we have earl of sandwich in the world of disney <laughs> like there's nothing like good on that dude steve i dream about those days where we go and hit the polite pig that's like oh, something that i always forget but i look forward to every time like i was telling garrett like okay the brisket coffee rub great but when i stumbled upon that citrus turkey oh my god my mouth is just oh. watering thinking about it like that's oh, all i get now yeah, like, it sounds yeah. like lame as shit, but even like their salads are good. Okay, dude. Yeah, and, and they may have arguably like this is gonna be like a super white person thing to say. They have arguably like the best ranch dressing I have ever had in my entire life. Okay, you also get the I I know when we go, you always get the wings. Uh no, that's Garvey. I always I always get the salad. Oh, okay, the, the salad. Okay, the, ah. wing, the wings are good though. And it's like they're not barbecue either. They're just like dry rub, which I found. Damn. Yeah, and they have like a little station where they have like eight different sauces you can pick from. You can go and like serve yourself. It's it's really good. So and then they have like the, the craft beer equivalent of like sodas there. It's like a bunch of weird soda brands I've never heard of, and they're like trying to be alternative and different. But sure. Yeah, not but, only yeah, that. And, uh, AP discount works there too. That's true. Ooh. Respect. Yeah. But I I will give you that. Like I love Disney Springs. Going to Disney Springs, it, it's like it's like a, a, a cool event because there, there's. Also, like outside of eating, there's actual shops that I will actually shop at, not just yeah, walk by exactly. and be like, why is this there. here? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I've always said I don't know why downtown Disney doesn't put a unique load there. They would do so well. Unique load would go so well at downtown Disney. For sure. Um, 100%. Yeah, like just yeah. great stuff. Like, I mean, they've been trying the, to. The Star Wars Hotel, you guys dropped the bomb. You like lost oh. like, insane like real estate over there. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the the city of Anaheim and Disney were in some weird political war, and what it has <laughs> yeah. So so it's pretty weird over here. Yeah, like like even before uh, Disney had a hit pause, our downtown Disney was like struggling because once they realized that they weren't going to build a hotel after the fact, and all the shops that they had closed were still closed, minus Earl of Sandwich was the only one to come back. Like ESPN Zone, Rainforest Cafe, the theater. We're all gone. They like brought in food trucks to try to like liven up the area, and it was okay, but definitely not the same atmosphere as actual brick and mortar stores. It was just weird seeing like these food trucks parked on like the actual like walkways. So yeah. it, it, it's definitely still a mess. Like I, 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 if I'm not happy with it, I, I can't imagine how Disney's feeling about that whole situation because it's just like right there. Um, depending on which way you enter uh, downtown Disney, that could either be like the beginning or the end but that whole section is just seriously the worst part because there's always yeah. like remnants of the past uh, yeah bold statement i'm gonna throw this out there and like i get it because like parents probably take their kids there and shit mm -hmm. but like 
if you are over the age of 18 and you're like, ah, I got to eat at Rainforest Cafe, you're a fucking loser. Like, Rainforest Cafe is, like, the worst. I, yeah. I've never been. I've never been. Because growing up um, in Southern California, the only Rainforest Cafes I knew about were the one in downtown Disney, and then there was one in the Ontario Mills Mall. But other than that, I've never seen them. And I've never been. That's funny, too, because, like, at uh, Disney Springs, they now have, like, T-Rex, which is, like, the dinosaur version. Okay. And, like, it's pretty good. And, like, the, like it's the vibe in there is cooler, like, because it's dinosaurs and stuff, but then the bar is, like, a giant octopus. And, like, mm-hmm. half the menu is, like, oh, this is pretty good. And then half the menu is, like, oh, this is Rainforest Cafe. It fucking sucks. But, you know. You know what uh, downtown Disney uh, got from Disney Springs is we uh, got sprinkles, which is it both now. Um, but we don't have the cupcake ATM, which everybody made a big, big fuss about. Uh, That's like the gimmick. I yeah. get that. And yeah. then also um, we uh, more recently got uh, Splitsville, which is also in Ooh. Disney Springs and downtown Disney. And I've, I've eaten at Splitsville. I've gone to the bar at Splitsville. I've uh, never bowled, but... I actually enjoy that spot. the The atmosphere is cool. Like I would like to bowl there, and the food's decent. It's not like anything I would rave about, but I wouldn't mind going there. And even if we're just going and stopping in for drinks, like it, it's a super chill vibe. I, I actually enjoy that. I, I do miss House of Blues, but replacing it with Splitsville yeah. wasn't a, a bad move. I I haven't been to Splitsville yet, but I do want to say one thing: they should have taken out Tortilla Joe's and left oh. House of Blues. <laughs> Wow, okay. Tortilla Joe's sucks, bro. Tortilla Joe's, though, if that's the place I think it is, they're like quick service menu. Like, if you just need something to eat real quick, it's not terrible. True. Okay. And th- there's so not a like lot of options. Yeah, out- outside of that, because th- um, th- they have the, the restaurant, and then on the, on the left side, they have that quick service sp- um, spot that you're talking about, Steve. And outside yeah. of that one quick service spot, um, there's not that many options to do that, because you're either going to have to go to Wetzel's Pretzel, go get ice cream, or get... I think there's only one food truck left, and I, I think mm-hmm. it's that Asian. It's the, the the dumplings food truck that Johnny likes. So yeah. Other than that, like you have to sit down everywhere else. Yeah. And I will I say, mean, like, if you want like a cheaper meal that's like kind of filling, the the like the burrito bowl is pretty good. Okay, I haven't had their quick service. I've only sat down, and their sit down is not that great. Oh, it's kind of overrated. Yeah, the place looks like shit. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> la- last time I went there, I was on a date. I got taken out. Oh yeah! Dang, they were whining and dining you, or what? Uh, yeah, it was so random. It was just—it was one of these random moments where I'm in the park. I run into somebody that I know, and uh, we were both there by, like, you know, alone. So she was like, "Hey, like, do you want to just like hang out?" And I'm like, "Sure." So we went. We were—I I met her in front of the magic shop, which is the, the most random. Like, some boys at the magic shop, and then we went to ride guardians and then we got off and she was having such a great time she's like hey do you want to grab dinner and i was like oh, i guess like whatever i'm just like kinda... i want to split this dilla with you so i was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like yeah i'm down i was just going with the flow and then yeah we ended up at tortilla joe's which like isn't like it's not the best restaurant but i was like whatever i was like if i get to sit here eat okay mexican food and stare at you for like an hour i'm down so i went and it was fine what's this guy I like yeah. it. Really nameless too. That's sick. Wait, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you say, Steve? Uh, don't worry about it. Okay. Um, <laughs> we'll just call her Jane Doe for now. Oh um, no, yeah, <laughs> there, no, because um, obviously, uh, no free uh, clout tokens for her. She can, uh, <laughs> you know, she can go fuck off. It was just a story. Yeah. 
She'll hear this too. That escalated. That escalated so bad. <laughs> it's all right. Yeah. Okay. So um, go back to sprinkles. One thing I need to try from sprinkles oh. is Captain Crunch ice cream. That sounds bomb. Wait, shit. wait sprinkles yeah. in uh, Springs is ice cream. Yeah. What? D- does our yeah, I don't think. Cream? I don't think we do. But here's yeah. I, I I've always thought even before they we got sprinkles it was overrated because I hate the person who owns sprinkles. They started oh. in San Diego. Like wow, she's a bitch. Wow. Um, but. <laughs> Sorry, that's just me. I've Sorry. never heard. No, I've cool. never heard this before. You, you'll hear it right here, right now, first time. Spill the She's beef. a bitch. <laughs> She's oh, a bitch. Oh, oh. All right. Well, Owner of Sprinkles is a bitch. Well, there, there goes our um, our sponsorship from Sprinkles, Garrett. Thank you. Uh, so, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't know today was sponsored by Sprinkles. My bad. We're never gonna get it now. <laughs> um, but uh. But yeah, I don't know if they have ice cream. I mean, if I want ice cream, I just go to Salt and Straw, which they need to put over at Walt Disney World. Yo, Salt and Straw vegan ice cream. It's the strawberry ice cream with the coconut water. Amazing. And I'm not vegan, but when I go there, I eat vegan. It's amazing. Shout out Salt and Straw. That vegan ice cream is so sick. Yeah, I know Disney Springs. They're opening up this other uh, ice cream place, which is like I know it's like super popular in Brooklyn, and I can't think of the name at all. I don't. Oh wait, it, it, it's not. Um, uh, Garrett, it's a milkshake spot that opened up. The black, black label, black. Nope, that's not it. That's no, it. black tap. Black no. tap, because it, that's a New York thing. Is it yeah, really? It is. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I, I only not, know that because of that uh, because of Casey Neistat's <laughs> vlogs. But. With a choco taco and an entire milkshake. It's fucking stupid. That's disgusting. That is yeah. so that's crazy. That sounds dreadful. Yeah, I've gone yeah. there once and I ate an entire like Oreo milkshake. It was it was really good, but there was so much sugar. Like my body felt so sluggish. I was going at like half speed for the rest of the day, and I hated myself. And I was like, I'm never going back. Like I probably have diabetes now and just don't know it because I'm always sleepy now. Dude, no, you're always sleepy. You can okay. fall asleep anywhere. <laughs> True. Going back to Disneyland, one spot in Disneyland. Every time I go, I'm like, I gotta get food from there. Bengal barbecue. Yo, Bengal barbecue is fucking sick. Yo, I'm yo, a, yo. I'm a fan. Yeah. If I'm feeling like I want to just throw away some cash on some overpriced good food, I will do it. Because okay, I, I don't <laughs> mind paying for quality, but literally, when you get the skewer, there's not a lot of fucking food on there, and they're charging you like ten bucks. And I get it, it's theme park food, but whatever. But there's a there's a point because I'm like, okay, like we're getting scammed, but it's really good. It is really good. It's like, uh, I don't think I've ever had anything bad from there. Yeah. Yeah, it's very good. They've definitely spruced it up. Go ahead. I will say World's Dole Whips and selection of Dole Whips is far superior to Disneyland's. We caught up. Oh, did you? You got more Mm -hmm. flavors? So, uh, okay, so we only used to have the, the one Dole Whip stand, and that was just the normal flavor. You can get, like, the the one with the juice or just the swirl. But then they very open- awkwardly placed too. Yeah, it's in like it's in like the tiki house or whatever. And it's like, what are you doing? Yeah, and it creates so much. Yeah. And it creates so much traffic. It's literally so the worst spot. It's very poorly placed. Yeah, it's the worst. But then they opened up. Uh, what was this? I, I, I haven't been to Disneyland since March. I can't remember the name. Paradise, <laughs> uh, the hideout. Uh, Paradise. You're talking about the hideaway. The hideaway. Excuse me. Yeah. So yeah. they opened up this place called the hideaway, and there they serve snacks, and that's where they serve um, the the other Dole Whip flavors, like the. The raspberry and um, the, was it orange? Uh, yeah, I think it was orange. Um, wasn't it? You can also put bacon secretly on your uh, Dole Whip. Yes, <laughs> yes. If if you know the phrase, uh, they'll give you candied bacon on your Dole Whip. That mm-hmm. sounds terrible. 
Yeah, Garrett was all about. It. Didn't you get it, Garrett? Dude, I'm all about candied bacon. Uh, so yes, I did get it, and it was very good. Okay, but when they opened up the the, the hideaway, they actually transformed like that whole section of Adventureland to kind of create more flow when it comes to traffic. So they, they like literally got rid of like uh, like half of the shop and added like seating for dining for the Bengal barbecue. And then they also added yeah. like way more items to the Bengal barbecue menu because before it just used to be the skewers. But now you can go and get like a whole like rice plate, um, which is like pretty awesome. And they add like a newer drink. It's like some like weird thick like boba type drink, uh, mm-hmm. which was like really sweet last time I got it. But definitely awesome spot. So I I, I definitely um, like that place. And anybody who's never tried it, that's definitely a good spot to go to. Yeah. Um, you know, one thing I do wish I could find at Walt Disney World. I've been twice. And I've been trying to find those cheeseburger egg rolls. Have you ever heard of those, Steve? Yeah, I've heard of the cheeseburger egg rolls. Um, I think if you're going to do something like that, though, you should just get the cheeseburger pods that are in um, yeah, at, the Avatar uh, gimmick. Yeah, I've the had those. Canteen, which yeah. is by far the best quick service in all of Disney World. Yeah, it's very good food. The, the, the cheeseburger pods with like those chips that they have, it's fire. I want to say the egg rolls are in Magic Kingdom in like the the hub in the middle okay don't don't quote me on that but i'm pretty positive they are and i don't know if the cheeseburger ones are there all the time i know pepperoni ones which are just like disney's version of like hot pockets but like i don't know if the cheeseburger ones are there all the time all right that's what i'm looking for next time i go next time i'm looking for them okay speak speaking about next time you go uh me garrett johnny and our buddy nate we are planning a trip to go next year for the 50th anniversary of Walt Disney World. Ooh. Yes. That sounds sick. Yeah. You know, the 50th anniversary, I would love to see if like all the stuff they have planned to open is actually going to be open. Yo. Like the amount of construction they still do at Epcot is terrifying. I was just about to say Epcot is like a cool park. Like I, I look at it as like, okay, that's where we go for food and wine and all the cool festivals. But yeah. within the next year or two, Epcot's about to be a powerhouse when it comes to like uh, just attractions like outside of just the normal stuff that's been there. The the two yeah. rides that they're getting, it's gonna be insane. Yeah, it, it actually, yeah. Well, no, there's, there's more than two rides because there's uh, the Guardians ride. Okay. There's um, Ratatouille. Okay. Um, oh shit! There's there's like a bunch of stuff coming. in. I can't even think of what it is now. That like Moana thing that they're like it's an attraction, but it's really just like goofy waterfalls. Okay, yeah, I, I remember seeing that at, at uh, D twenty three. Yeah, I don't know. I know Epcot though just has like so much stuff coming to it because there's so much construction going on. That's another rumor right now is that when uh, they reopen all the parks, Epcot's going to stay closed. Dang, I wouldn't we'll be. See if that I wouldn't be surprised if they did that just because um, that would. Uh, enable them to kind of manage the crowds a little more like okay like they know, actually get some of the construction done exactly they, they can probably yeah. get a lot more done with nobody in the way versus like having to do uh construction like you know during certain times which was weird for me because normally here at disneyland they kind of do everything overnight like really early in the day but when i was yeah. in epcot last time there was a like, construction going on uh, during food and wine and I was like this is so weird because like I've never seen like construction workers just kind of walking through the park like during yeah. during the day I was like this is so weird. Well it used to not be like that but now like you know Mr. Bob Chapek's in charge so they don't like care about that type of shit uh-huh. but 
like for Ratatouille, because at Epcot, that's like, I think that's what you're talking about. Um, it's like kind of behind the pavilion. So like they can work during the day. And the only time you really see them is when you're on the Skyliner. Because mm. you like go over them. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you don't really see them that much. Um, you know, one thing I know I talked about it on at least maybe two Disney podcasts ago, but they yeah. found that freaking worker dead behind there. So insane. Yeah. Insane. Like what? Are you like, serious? A hole or something, right? Something, man. It's so crazy. <laughs> yeah. So sick. <laughs> Imagine being able to say that you died at Disney World. Although I'm at the point now with Epcot where I don't think I have like a favorite ride. Oh, I really? I do. I can easily yeah, say. Yeah, we know it's favorite. Frozen. We know. We, yeah, we already know what it is, Jamie. Frozen Ever After. The ride that was there before the Maelstrom was way better. It'll always be cooler. There was puffins and goblins and trolls and shit. It was fucking nuts. And there, oil refineries. They didn't have Olaf Yo, singing along. Wait, they had yeah. oil refineries? So it's it was like based on like the history of Norway. So it starts off with like goblins and trolls, and they cast a spell on you. And then they send you backwards down this like reverse drop, and it was sick. And then no, it wasn't a reverse drop. They send you back, and then you like drop under the troll. So, mm-hmm. um, which also had three heads for some crazy reason, and it was kind of terrifying. Not really, but sort of. Um, and then it takes you into like modern day Norway, and you're like, oh, puffins, polar bears, and then oil refineries. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it was kind of awful. But the ride was sick. It was like that hidden gem too. Like not a lot of people knew about it. But yeah, it should have had like a line. It yeah. should have had mayhem in there, and then them burning churches and shit. Yeah, that totally makes sense. And then imagine yeah. that animatronic with like the goofy face paint too. Yeah, it'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Actually, the Grand Fiesta tour might be my favorite ride at Epcot right now. Okay. That's a great one. Yeah, it really is. That's another one that not many people know about. I'm like, what the hell? I feel like yeah. the technology they use on that ride was like so advanced for its time. Because you think about like what other attractions take from it with like the animated projections and like them being like well, super the whole, high dev. the whole thing with um sorry i'm interrupting i'm a jerk uh the whole thing with grand fiesta tours it's been updated a few times because mm-hmm. like at first it was like not politically correct because it was like you would go through like a mexican village and like this lady would try to sell you something and people got upset like not all of mexico is like that <laughs> And oh, I was yeah. like, I, I don't really see what's uh, offensive about that. I'm sure. Go to the border. Will, like, <laughs> yeah, I'm so- to, like complain about this podcast, but I, I didn't. I didn't see what was wrong with that. But yeah. sure. Bruh, you walk the downtown area of San Felipe when I go to Mexico, I'm getting asked, oh, you want to buy this? What do you want to buy? Come on. So yeah. spend your money. I've bought a Lucha mask while waiting in line to cross back over into the United States. Yeah, it it happens. It's it's a real thing. Like I hate that Disney has been you know forced to change certain things in attractions because they want to be politically correct. And it's like, wait, you got to think these things were built in a certain time period, and like they weren't building these to offend people. It's like it captures that moment in time, and that's just how things were. And I don't think that they should have to change these things to, to please people. And it just uh, bums me out that they do that. Like out here, we had to deal with the big changeover pirates. of pirates. And mm-hmm. I I still love going on that attraction. But anytime we get to where the redhead is, where they used to sell the brides, it's just not the same anymore. Like I just get like so bummed out whenever I see the, the, the new scene. And it's just so, so wacky. Yeah. My one bummer with pirates. And it's like not really a big deal, but like, if you know where it is and you see it, you're like, who like complained about this? 
So like the pirates are pillaging the village mm-hmm. okay, for people that don't know about this right. They are literally like guns and swords because you have to have both for some reason destroying this village and like going through people's houses. And there's that one scene where the pirate used to be chasing uh, the lady around her house and he has both a gun and a sword and she has a broom. And then they had to reverse it because people were like upset that this woman was being chased and they reversed it now to this woman chasing the pirate with the gun and the sword with her broom. Cause you know, he's going to be terrified of this woman and her broom. Yeah. And I was There's, just like, yeah. this is unnecessary. Like why? Yeah. They, dude, the scene before where the sale of the brides were, they literally have the mayor of the town on a freaking noose and drowning him in a fountain. Like you're telling me that, that you can still have that, but just, you know, auctioning off brides, that's a little too much. Yeah, they're literally like, the drowning there with a noose. That's yeah. the remember. The pirates are not good guys; they are bad. Yeah, yeah because then, when Johnny Depp gets involved, they have to be like good men. But then they they try to sell us this new scene. Oh, we have a female pirate now, Red, and she's going to be super cool and trying to get the whiskey. And you know, nobody wants the hens because they're now instead of selling brides, they're selling chickens. And I'm like, this is so stupid. Like. It's it just so frustrating. And the fact that they had her as a character walking through the park, which she was pretty fine, but it was nice to meet her. But I just don't like that storyline. And it just pisses me off. Maybe it's because that was like the last like attraction Walt like helped work on. And now they had to change it. He's going to come back at the 80th anniversary and he's going to fire everybody for changing his attraction. I can't wait for that. And it's just so frustrating that Disney had a cower and let social media and let the perception of um, Disney and the, uh, the actual media, you know, change because people are upset about one scene of animated stuff. No real people, no real characters is just these animatronics selling brides. And it's just like, it's so dumb because that's how it was back in the day. Like you, you can't pretend like that never happened because it did. Yeah. yeah. If we, if we forget about our past, our future's fucked. You know what I mean? Like our it's not a good thing. Right yeah, it's not, it's not like it's a good thing. It's not like we should go do that now. It's just, hey, here's a history that happened. It it sucks, but it happened, and we need to learn from those mistakes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay so Disneyland in America has the best pirates. Whoa. But the Paris Disneyland, uh, their pirates is the best one I've ever known. It's Dang. insane. And it's really funny because like, some parts of the ride are in English. Some parts of the ride are in French. And you're like, this doesn't really make sense, but the ride is great. And it kind of blends like the original story and like the movies that they have to incorporate now, and it blends them really well. I feel like Shanghai would be like, oh, Steve, you I think heard Shanghai is the best? You, you, you one, think? Like, well, that's the newest one. Like well, they have all the newest technology. It's crazy. Yeah. Like those those full on like uh, projection screens, and then like you're at the bottom of the ocean, and then because I've seen like POV cam rides, you know, of course. and then you like float back up, and it's all crazy. Where they flex on Universal so hard. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, you're gonna take some of our uh, old Imagineers and make this new ride that kind of does that. Uh, we're gonna do it ten times better. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think you guys have the better uh, Big Thunder Mountain, too. Mm. And I, I feel so weird because when I go on Thunder Mountain out here, obviously, I, I know it like the back of my hand. I could close my eyes. I know exactly where I am on the ride. But when yeah. I go out to Magic Kingdom in Florida, it just feels different because obviously 
the scenery is a little different, but like the turns go like the opposite way. And I'm like, this is kind of cool. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know if I like it better because it's just a little different from what I'm used to and I don't see it all the time. Or maybe California's is better. I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, I think Florida actually has the weakest one. Like Par- the one in Paris uh-huh. uh, is a really good roller coaster. And it's long. It's like a really long roller coaster. Okay. Like yeah. it's a couple minutes. It, well, it actually does. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but I just want to mention it actually does what they wanted to do at Disneyland, where it actually goes over to Tom Sawyer's Island and you're actually on the island, which for ours, it's Tom Sawyer's Island. But for Paris, I'm sure it's probably called something else or it's what's I don't even think cool, you can get there. What's even cooler about the one in Paris is that uh, that ride plays into their haunted mansion, which is like Mystic Manor, I believe. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. Phantom Manor and, or Phantom. Yeah, Phantom, Phantom Manor. Yeah, Manor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mystic Manor is uh, Japan, Kong, right? No, it's Hong, it's definitely Hong, Hong Kong. Hong Kong. I, I think I think it's all I think it's all uh, Shang isn't it Shanghai, Hong Kong, uh, and Japan. I think it's, it's just I think it's just Hong Kong because I know okay. in like Hong Kong they're not allowed to like have ghosts because okay. it's like, against what they want. So there's no actual like ghost there. It's all about yeah. just this like little monkey who like lets like opens Pandora's box. Mm. Okay. Yeah, but it uh, that's cool though that like their uh big thunder mountain plays into the haunted mansion and like the stories or phantom manor like you're saying and like combines the two so that was sick that's interesting Mm -hmm. they also paris there is like never lines there like we were like i happened to go there the one time uh like phantom manor was reopening for the first time in months and that was the longest wait and it was like 20 minutes dang and would you say Disneyland Paris is that like a, a, a one day trip or would you recommend multiple days? Uh, definitely. Well, I mean, if you really want to do the full thing, I would just say two days. But like their studios, which is like supposed to be like their secondary park, there's like six rides and then the rest are just like shows. Okay. There's almost more Marvel shows than there is Disney rides. So, wow. Yeah. I, I talked to Johnny about his experience in Paris, and one thing that he told me about was that it was kind of strange seeing so many people in the park smoking. Did you have that similar experience? I didn't notice the smoking so much, but like I noticed how rude the cast members were. Oh. If they weren't handling a character, they were just like straight up like rude. And it was Dang. very strange. And like uh, I was with my friend from Sweden, and he had never like been to Disney. Uh-huh. So this was like his first time ever going. And he like told me going into it, he's like, Oh yeah, the people of France, they suck. And I was like, Yeah, haha, you're funny. And then I went there and I'm like, Oh, I get it now. They do suck. <laughs> Sorry to like any of your French listeners, but they sucked. And they were like super rude and just like aggressive. Now do you think it's because they knew you were uh, American? Well, someone told me that like they're under the influence that if you speak English, that you're English, like from England, and they they're like, We don't like them. And then you're like, No, no, I'm from America, and they're like, Yeah, we don't like you either. So <laughs> that's that's what I got out. Of it. But it was it was an experience. Okay, hell yeah, that's so sick. It, it's a cool. Don't get me wrong. It's a yeah. really cool park, and their castle it blows both of our castles away, and it has this giant dragon in the basement that's like it moves around. It's gigantic too. It like breathes smoke, and it like it wakes up and goes to sleep. It's someone said it's supposed to be maleficent, but then I've had other people tell me it's not. But the dragon alone is sick, and then you can go upstairs in the castle like walk out on a balcony and just look at all fantasy what i feel yeah. like that's like very dangerous 
Yeah. Because I feel like, like okay, cool. and, and this is me yeah, being uh, me being like demented, maybe I don't know, maybe a little dark. But I was like thinking, I was like, wow, I feel like somebody would like want to take that opportunity and just jump off. Yeah, this is an American man. Sorry, we're talking about a foreign country where they like actually care. Like their people aren't like crazy. I mean, yeah, I'm cra- crazy, cra- crazy Americans go there though, and you have to think the craziest Americans are the people who will want to go to Disney lands outside of the U.S. <laughs> And then just jump off and kill themselves. <laughs> yeah, they just had to kill themselves at Disneyland Paris. Yeah. <laughs> um, the food also was not great there. Really? Yeah. We did That's... like one buffet and like that was like pretty good because my friend's vegan. So like we had to do the vegan gimmick and like they didn't know like the chef didn't know like certain stuff if it was vegan or not. Like, motherfucker, you cook this food. How do you not know? And he had to like pull out a book and show my friend. It was like, oh my god, what's happening right now? <laughs> Damn. But their was... Space Mountain is the best Space Mountain because it's not like the normal Space Mountain. It's like a legit like thrill ride. Like you do like corkscrews and like crazy shit. Yeah, it's like uh, it's like rock and roller coaster, right? Kind of uh, similar. Yeah, but no? it looks it looks just like uh, like the other like uh, Space Mountains, but it's mm-hmm. based off like Jules Verne, and so it kind of has like a steampunk feel. And like steampunk normally is like the worst shit ever created but it looks cool here yeah yeah that's what they tried to do in the what was it like the mid early 2000s at our tomorrowland they tried to give it like those gold kind of like weird aesthetic and it was just crap (laughs) i think you guys have the worst space uh i like our space mountain i uh so i when i went on the walt walt disney world space mountain at magic kingdom um i was scared because i didn't realize that it was like uh, uh, it was single file and three people to um, a cart and like super fast and like you're just held on by a freaking small little lap bar T lap bar and I was scared out of my mind just because I didn't know that's how that was well, see, I, I like, like our space mountain you're, you're like a tall guy though so like that must have been like uncomfortable I like yours when it's hyper space mountain yes that is that and ghost galaxy so much fun um, so like one more touch on Paris so their Space Mountain was Hyper Space Mountain when I went the time. And, Ooh. you know, I was not factoring in the idea that this might be in French. So there is nothing funnier than when you get on this ride and Admiral Akbar is screaming, it's a trap in French. And I'm just <laughs> losing my mind at this because <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> I could just imagine him saying like, I'm le du la mange or something yeah, he's like, like that. Bad, <laughs> and you're just like, sure. Yeah. I feel like my favorite yeah. Space Mountain is in Magic Kingdom. Steve, I'm not going to lie. I don't, uh, well, I, I didn't fully believe you when we were there for the Halloween party and you mentioned, like, oh, they turn off all the lights for Space Mountain. And I was like, what? That sounds so crazy. Like, I, I, maybe he's just like pulling my leg. And then when we went in there, um, like a couple years ago, and we went in there, it was all black. And then they started playing new metal, which I thought was like the weirdest thing. Very bizarre. Yeah. And then <laughs> But it's it's not like just like new metal. It's like it's like uh like cyber goth like new metal. Yeah. It was very strange. It was very strange. Damn. But but when I kinda looked around, I'm like, wow, no lights are on. It kind of made it like way more intense. And like just like yeah. the way they had it, like when you're going through the the ride, just the further you got in, like the louder the music got. So it just felt like the intensity was just like building the whole time. So I, I just like really like that experience. And even last year, I, I don't remember what uh, the soundtrack was, but it was just cool going back and having all the lights turned off again. I also think our Splash Mountain is better than yours. Yours definitely needs like 
an insane refurb. Yeah, well, it was just kind of put together with a bunch of old animatronics and stuff. So I feel like I would yeah. enjoy that, but I don't know if they want to give it any attention, like any extra attention because of where it comes from and people are going to start asking like questions. The, uh, I feel like the fact that because it's like single file, like how we were just talking about Space Mountain was. Okay. Like, I feel like you have a way higher chance of getting drenched. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's I didn't, the worst. Yeah, I didn't even get to experience Splash Mountain because it was closed at Magic Kingdom. But but yeah, if you're if you're sitting if you're not sitting the back of our logs or our flumes, you're you're drenched. You're done. No, it doesn't even have to do with that. It has to do with like people too. Like I'm gonna shout out our boy Felix real quick. He's a you know he's a hoss. He's a big guy, and this motherfucker sits in front of me. And what happens after? I get fucking soaked because Felix <laughs> is like, yo, I'm a hoss, and I'm like. He was like Keto King now, and like he's like skinny and it's sick, but like I fucking got soaked because of this guy. And it's like funny because Jamie was like right behind me, and Jamie does not get wet at all, and I'm the one who gets fucking soaked. Yeah, you absorbed it. You absorbed all the water for us. Thank you, Steve. Yeah, no, no problem. problem. I gotta ask because I didn't, um, because I didn't get to experience the Splash Mountain over at Magic Kingdom, so. Our our uh, Splash Mountain here at Disneyland it has the interior uh, you know like uh, kind of roller drop which which gets you completely soaked. So by the time you hit the normal big drop, it doesn't even matter because you're like, well, I'm already completely soaked. So at this point, it doesn't matter. Does Magic Kingdoms have that as well? It has the little falls, but you have like a sixty percent chance of not getting wet. It might be seventy, but you have okay. like a decently high chance of not getting wet. But mm-hmm. there are sometimes where you'll do it, and it's like that after splash too. Like you'll yeah. get through it, and then all of a sudden you're just like, "Yeah, we made it! Oh my god, what is that?" And then yeah, like your right side or your left side. It's never like your whole body. Just like you become like two faced. Like one part of your body is just like, "Well, you're wet for the rest of the day now." Fuck yourself. Okay. Yeah, because that's what happens on our interior. It's like it's you're done with it, but then all of a sudden this random after tidal wave comes crashing on you, and you're just like, okay, yeah. well, doesn't even matter anymore. And those hey, those pirates, waves aren't forgiving. There's one drop like that. Mm. Ben, you know Ben Roberts. We were on yes. Splash Mountain. He got hit in the face with one of those waves on the interior of the ride. <laughs> he got hit in the face from one of the waves, knocked off his glasses. They go flying by me. I try to grab him, but I missed because it just all happened so fast. And he lost his glasses. They were gone. He had to order new glasses because of Splash Mountain. He was so pissed. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. The last time I was at Disney World, I made a huge amateur mistake and I did not put my phone in my pocket on Tower of Terror. And then Oof. Tower of Terror ate my phone. And then uh, it was over a month later, Disney mails it back to me. It's in a uh, big box that says fragile. I'm like, man, I can't believe they got me my phone back. And then I get it. And I have never seen something so destroyed and shattered before. And I was like, why did you guys even send this back to me? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, dude. I feel like that's what you were expecting, Jamie. Oh, yeah. I lost my phone in indiana jones like somehow it slipped out of my pocket and it was somewhere on the ride and they obviously couldn't get it to me while the park was still operating because they weren't going to shut down the entire attraction just to get my phone so they're like all right like um if we find it like um you can come back tomorrow and check and i remember i called like um, when i got home that night and some customer picked up and he's like oh hey like we got your phone um just come to lost and found tomorrow morning and um, it'll be here so like all right sick so I, I worked the next morning and then I went straight to Disney and I went and got my phone and it was in perfect condition. And I didn't have a case on it. Zero case. 
So I was surprised. Like I was expecting my screen to be smashed, but it was completely fine. There was 1% battery life left and like it completely made my day. Cause I was already um, prepared to you know drop cash on a new phone. Um, cause I need a phone. Cause at the time I just had my work phone. I was like, I'm not gonna use my work phone for work and personal use. Cause that gets really annoying. So I was like, yeah. I need to have a personal phone. And luckily, um, my favorite attraction, Indiana Jones, saved my phone. Shout out the best attraction in Disneyland. Yeah. So how do you feel about Indiana Jones versus Dinosaur? Oh, Indy. Okay, so Indy, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm Indy. gonna be honest. Indy is um, my favorite of the two, and it's my favorite attraction in Disneyland. But I've heard so much crap talked on the Dinosaur ride. I didn't expect it to be good at all. But when I went on there. I was like, this is actually kind of creepy, like seeing these dinosaurs and like, you know, time traveling and stuff. I was like, this is actually yeah. pretty intense. And everybody who taught crap on it to me just kind of like, um, I, I felt like we're wrong because I, I wouldn't yeah. mind going on it again because it was actually pretty fun. It's a great ride. And yeah, it's yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, I, I know it's like the same exact tr like track, uh -huh. but you don't it doesn't feel like it. Like, yeah. It doesn't feel like it at all. Like Indiana Jones feels a lot more like all over the place and intense, but like Dinosaur is a great ride. And like whenever I've heard people talk shit about it, I'm like, what are you, what are you guys even saying? And then you go on the ride and you're like, this is sick. Like, the fuck? Now, do either of you know why didn't they just bring the Indiana Jones attraction to Florida, whether it be in Magic Kingdom or Animal Kingdom or Epcot? Because Iger, uh, not Bob Iger. Uh, what was the guy before that? Michael, Michael Eisner. Yeah, Michael Eisner. Yeah. Sorry, all these funny names. Uh, he was like really big on like dinosaurs. We need dinosaurs, but their budget was running low because like this was when everything horrible was happening and Disneyland Paris was like shitting the bed completely. Mm -hmm. So they lost like a ton of money. So they're like, their like easy way out was to be like, hey, we can just bring this track over and use it here, but just put a different ride on it. And he was like, "Yeah, dinosaurs." So that's why we got dinosaurs. Wow. Yeah. That whole dinosaur. And it's because they thought it was going to be like this big deal because it was based around dinosaur, the movie with Aladar. And Dude, Jason Lee, what up? <laughs> movie is not terrible. All right, it's not terrible. It's not good, but it's not terrible. Yeah. But I feel like that land or, or that, sorry, that area, not Jason Lee, uh, Justin Long. My bad. That was yeah. my bad. Th that dino area, it just feels like I'm in a weird, like cheap circus. Yeah, that's the one downside I hate about it. Just like all of that crap. Like I actually did uh, Primeval World for like the first time pretty recently, and I was like, "Oh, this is terrible. Like, <laughs> this is not good." <laughs> I, but I, I actually like, like that yeah. ride because I like mouse roller coasters—the ones that like you know tiny roller coasters that spin or do like crazy drops really quick. Well, I'm not gonna lie, the one at DCA, the goofy one. I legitimately thought like my life was in danger at points. Dude, somebody, <laughs> it's, a, like, it's a crazy ride. Someone, someone died on that ride yeah. before it was I flight school. Some guy, I his totally head got chopped off. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. Straight decapped. Yeah. yeah, yeah, because um, originally it wasn't um, Goofy's Fly School. It was um, Mulholland's Drive or something. Mulholland Madness. Mulholland Madness. It. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's based off Mulholland Drive in, in Malibu, which is like some crazy, windy, super hilly road. Yeah, that sounds terrible. But um, going back to that dino area, I feel like the only thing I enjoyed in there besides the dinosaur ride was the meet and greets. Like I was really stoked oh, to have. They uh, stepped it up huge with that. We, we got to meet Launchpad, which I thought was super awesome. I because he's not out in uh, California, so I I saw him. I was he's like, Holy like shit. not really out anywhere up until then. He was like 
in the top 10 like hardest characters to find he was like yeah. super rare. and then they were just like yeah we're gonna put him in here all the time sure whatever and it's it's sick and then scrooge is right there too yes shout out to scrooge. Yeah. shout out to scrooge we always get that sick group pick with scrooge i feel like yeah. out, out here in california the one character that always like um evades me is mulan i can never meet mulan yeah i well i know when you guys do the like the chinese new year and like february she's always out then no no really? they don't bring her out it's weird the lunar new year stuff yeah yeah no she's not out oh. i think like they don't even bring her out on like any kind of like uh parade or or anything right according Jamie? to the internet mm. she was out last year with mushu and the three little pigs all in chinese outfits and uh, chi saying chinese outfit i feel like is going to offend somebody but like it they were like asian-esque outfits mm -hmm. i guess you'd say yeah no as far as i know she wasn't out i know that they were doing like a push um, they're trying to do stuff for the the new movie that was set to release but like it wasn't mm -hmm. going to be like animated mulan style they're going to do like live action mulan which i was like yeah. okay like whatever but um so th there's like the the two different versions you can get in dc or not dc i'm um, in disneyland dca uh, you could either get the normal Princess Mulan, but then sometimes when they do like the long last characters, they'll bring out um, Mulan when she's in like her soldier outfit. I know that's the cool. That's one. the one that's I want to be. Yeah, that's the one I think would be so sick. It's the one we need. DCA has the best characters, legit. Like whenever I can see my girl Clarabelle, I am like the happiest. I love it. Okay, dude, um, dude they're finally bringing back Doctor Strange once it, Avengers Camp opens. Campus yeah, opens. Yeah, uh, that's pretty sick. Yeah, yeah, because uh, Gary and I. Some, go ahead. Uh, some of the Marvel characters are so hit or miss. For it's sure. like some of them are really like yeah. Star Lord can be great or super unpleasant. Same I, thing with Thor. Thor sometimes you're like, oh, that's Thor, or oh, that's Joe Dirt with muscles. Sick. Yeah, they, and the the accent too. I remember meeting Thor um, back when it was in Disneyland, and you could go to Asgard through the Bifrost to meet Thor. Um, or sorry th you, yeah and uh it was just some guy who was putting on like the worst australian accent i've ever heard in my life and i was it, like super nasally and i was just like ah dude this is bad but that was one of the best meet and greets we've ever had because i did like that yeah. they you know kind of played it up like okay cool you want to meet thor we got to take you to the bifrost to get to asgard for you to meet him and then occasionally he would have his hammer and he would put it on the ground and ask you to lift it but it, there'd be some like weird like magnetic like locking system so that you couldn't lift oh, the hammer and i thought that was yeah. like one of the coolest things that they had ever done because now he just comes out and it's like thor ragnarok and you like see him what's well, not it's not his thor ragnarok outfit but that's like the, the kind of like the backdrop theme and it's just like him and loki and i feel like loki's the better meat than thor right now yeah Most of the villains are and i hate admitting that but that's like just how it is yeah. And I are I hate Spider-Man because his Bro, he's like one of the best ones. Are you crazy? His they his, changed his outfit no, and it sucks now. He's he's never proportionate. He's never proportionate. His body is so off and I'm not trying to body shame and it's, it's just so weird. I'm like how how can you get this so wrong? I will say the Black Panther was like spot on last time we were there. Okay, dude. Yeah, I like that he um, has like the um, w the soldiers the from Wakanda with him, and they're all like in character. That's super awesome. Um, but yeah. yeah, the Doctor Strange meet uh, was like one of the coolest things because he's just like walking around, and like I, I thought it was the coolest thing. I remember I, I was going through DCA and I just saw him, and nobody was even talking to him, and I'm like, how is nobody saying anything to Doctor Strange? Literally walking through here. This is like right before Infinity War. 
Um, yeah. So before like, you know, everybody got, um, you know, blipped out and he was just walking around and I was like, dude, this, I have to take a picture with him. And I was like, it was like one of the coolest interactions because it was like one of my favorite characters. So just to see him walking around and nobody paying any attention to him, I'm like, okay, you guys are all idiots. Like this is like one of the coolest characters that Disney Marvel has. And you guys are just going to let him walk through here with no attention. You're paying all your attention to Spider-Man, Captain America. I'm like, you guys are all dummies. They, they had him at, um, Hollywood studios too. And like they didn't, they wouldn't announce when he was there. He'd just be wandering around. And I was like, this is so sick. Yeah. I, I, I like that. I, that's why like, I like going so often because we encounter stuff like that where things just don't really get announced. They just kind of happen. And it's like you either get to experience it or you don't. So I also love that you guys have full size group. I love that. You guys don't have it. No, we had baby group for a while with star Lord. And it was like the most punishing awful experience like you could do you'd be like yo star lord why don't you take a step to the left and we'll just get baby group in the picture like get the fuck out of here how do they do uh, baby group what how do they do baby group uh it would just be on a little table and he was just like playing with wires and he'd just go i am good like little little mm-hmm. shit okay. and it was just like an animatronic but the big one is the best one you know what pisses me off is that we don't have a drax like how are they going to disrespect Drax and even Mantis, like those two are pretty popular characters and pretty important to the the, the movies. So the yeah. fact that um, they haven't tried to like really incorporate them outside of the attraction is like really confusing to me. Well, Drax would be like a hard one to do because especially after that last movie, Guardians Two, which I will say was one of the worst Marvel movies to date. Drax became like autistic and he's just like, like, like when, when did he become like? He was always oblivious, but now he's just like straight up on the spectrum. Dude, he's just invisible. All right, he gets no love. Even oh, yo, we went to um, the the pop store in um, L.A. and Hollywood, and you go into this um, because like they have like different themed like areas, and you go into the the Gardens of the Galaxy themed room, and they have like giant pops of everybody except for Drax. And I'm like, what is going on? That's so bizarre. Yeah, yeah, or or maybe I I think it's because. he teamed with James Gunn and was like, yo, you guys need to bring him back. Like, he's the man. He was the first person to be, like, super vocal about it. Yeah. Well, James Gunn's back, so take that. Yeah, so suck on that, all you PC, all you um, social justice Twitter, warriors trying to, trying to take down my boy James Gunn. He's now dual-wielding DC and Marvel. He's about to be so rich, he's even more rich. Game. Yeah, yeah, and then he's about to shit on us even more, and he's gonna leave Marvel, and he's supposed to head DC's um, Marvel or excuse me, DC's comic book movies. Allegedly, that's what I'm. There is no saving those movies; they are all utter trash. Well, it's supposed to be James Gunn and uh, uh, J.J. Abrams supposed to be team up, and oh, and I think James Wan too. Like, there's supposed to be some powerhouse. Yeah, I'm sure they're keeping James Wan because James Wan did do a good job. But, right. uh, dude, okay I think job. Wonder Wonder Woman eighty four is gonna be banging, dude. Wow, bro! The first Wonder Woman movie, not so even. Bad. And I, listen, I get everyone's like, "Oh, Gal Gadot is great," and she is. She looks the part. Uh, but then you watch the movie, and you're like, "The bad guy is the teacher from Harry Potter." Like, what is going <laughs> on? And then every fight scene has to do that slow mo bullshit every yeah. single time. And then if you watch the movie, you're like, "This is just Captain America: First Avenger, but with a girl." Like, what's well, going on yeah. right now? I just don't like and then that. the fact that they got to bring her boyfriend back 
yeah in this new movie and you're just like what is even happening yeah they were like oh my god this is actually a popular character why'd we kill him off like let's try to find some dumb way to bring him back and i just don't like that that her movie isn't going with the timeline where they need to go and fix all this bullshit and obviously people are like oh just try to get away from doing a universe like let's just do one-off films i'm like why when we're all in the same universe why don't you want to build something awesome and not trying to copy marvel but dc could easily rival what marvel has if they did it right because superman batman way more popular than any marvel character you can't argue that yeah no that's true spider-man's up there man that's tough he's probably number three yeah, it probably goes like Batman, Superman, Spider-Man, somewhere in the top three of well-known, most well-known superheroes. Yeah. And I'm, I'm talking I like- also will say Batman vs. Superman is in my top three worst movies of all time. Oh, that 100%. Movie was, it's not good. It was yeah. the biggest train wreck I've ever seen of a movie. Yeah, it goes for me, Soul Plane, Batman vs. Superman. <laughs> Soul Plane? <laughs> Fuck, dude. What's wrong with Soul Plane, dog? <laughs> Okay. Was Soul Plane supposed to be a good movie though? Like I don't know. I mean, it, it's a it's a comedy. Come on. Okay. Yeah. Shout out Kevin Hart, but all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. Let, let's go back to rides and stuff, though, because uh, you guys have the far superior Small World. I I would agree with that. Really? I love it's the originals. Characters are in it. Yeah. But they're like in the same vein as like the uh, other Small World like art and stuff, mm-hmm. and I think that's yeah. sick. Yeah, and I love how they put in um, like when you're when you see each character, you can hear like a theme of one of their songs. But then yeah. they put the song to "It's a Small World" as well. Like they somehow incorporated in. I'm yeah, curious I for do. for you, Steve, um, your perspective during the holidays. Our Small World, our Haunted Mansion, both get changed over for a holiday overlay. Do you guys think that's cool? Um, you know, look, coming from Disney World's perspective, uh, is that something you guys wish you guys had out there, or is it something you guys just don't really care about? Okay, so especially with Haunted Mansion, and I'll say the bold statement that you guys, because of this, have, and because of Hatbox Ghost, have the far superior Haunted Mansion. Wow. Even though your ride, I believe, is shorter. But okay. the overlay for that, because I'm, I'm a huge Nightmare fan, mm-hmm. that makes it, like, insane. Like, I love it. I, I don't know if I, I think I may almost like that better than the ride itself. Okay. But that like to be fair though, like Nightmare's like my favorite Disney movie. So yeah. I'm being biased, but that's that, I think that's awesome. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Okay. And I, and the small world lights in the beginning, they're like beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like this is sick. I yeah. never knew Nightmare Before Christmas was your favorite Disney movie. Yeah. Well Our, I can't like talk about it too much. Otherwise everyone like shames me as a hot topic kid. Okay, but <laughs> how do you feel knowing that it's on its way to get its live action remake? Is that real? It's going to happen. What? I didn't hear that. I think, I you didn't, didn't hear about Johnny out. Depp playing Jack Jack Skellington? Ugh. 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 Yo, straight up, every live action movie so far has been actually awful. Like, it has there's, been. There's been awful. two. There's been two. Yeah. Yep. Beauty, Beauty and the, the Beast, Beast is probably the best one that they've done so far. It's oh, great. You're opening a can of worms right now. I'm letting Dude, you know. I love the Beauty, okay. and, the Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast. I thought it was so good. Awesome. And then Aladdin. Other than that. What? Other than that, okay, I feel like Cinderella didn't get a fair shake. That was their first go. I feel like they should get a redo. Just call the cast back. Let's redo it again. That was okay, but Lion King, Garrett and I walked out of the theater because it was just so bad. Horrible dog so shit. Bad. They didn't need Insane to do that. cast, too. That's the worst part. Yeah, yeah it was a great Insane cast. cast. It, it no was, one cared. It was Suicide yeah. Squad all over again. Amazing <laughs> cast. Shit movie. Yeah. 
Okay, going back to Beauty and the Beast, the, Disney especially put this insane emphasis. LaFou is gay. We want all of our LGBTQ, ABCD people to come see this movie because he is gay. Mm-hmm. Here is your character. And then you watch the movie and you're like, pretty sure he's just acting the same way he did in like the original movie. He's just I don't... Like, really stoked on his friend. And like he looks up to him. He, I, yeah. He didn't exemplify with... any gay, yeah. like, generic like characteristics or anything you're like what is even going on i i agree that like they people were putting way too much of an emphasis on like oh yeah lefou's gay but i don't think it was disney i think it was people going like like disney had mentioned like oh yeah like lefou you know whatever there's like he like like what is he he kisses a guy or he like um i forget exactly what it was during one of those um dance sequences it was like uh yeah he's dancing with a guy or something dress but he's not like cross dressing. It's just yeah. going like with the song. Yeah, but then, but then I think I think people outside of Disney were just like took it way too far. We're like, no, you can't do that or some shit like that. I don't think Disney pushed that. I think the media blitz pushed that. Um, but I agree that like, oh, it's not a huge deal in the movie. It's like whatever. But I, 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 I after hearing all that, I like looked for it when I saw the movie, and I was like, I don't see any of this. Like, yeah. he's, a, he's a great character, and the kid, the guy who plays him, Olaf. Josh, like, yeah, Josh Gad, yeah. I was like, he was great for it, but like, yeah. I wasn't like, wow, that guy's really gaying up the movie. Like, no, it was just like a normal dude. Yeah, not but... saying like being gay is not normal, but like, it, he wasn't exemplifying any like traits or characteristics of that. Yeah, yeah. stereotypes that you'd right. say. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. why I felt for the the lead up to Frozen Two, everybody was hoping uh, Elsa was going to be you know bisexual or lesbian. Nah, dude. You just you just find out she's into bestiality. She got with that fire lizard. <laughs> Yo, I thought it was the horse. I thought she was uh, going to be Mrs. Hands. Frozen was a letdown. Whoa. Okay. If, uh, okay. This is coming from a diehard Frozen fan. Oh, speaking of Frozen, shout out uh, Lynn. She sent me this postcard. But oh, that's awesome. I, I'm a, she sent me a uh, Frozen postcard too. I'm a huge. Oh wow! Thanks for not making me feel special. It's a different guy. It's a different. Mine has Olaf on it. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> wow. So Lynn's just whoring out these frozen postcards now. Wow. Shout out to Lynn. Great okay. friend. Shout out to Lynn. Yeah. But um, huge Frozen fan. Number one iconic soundtrack. Frozen 2 songs were okay. I appreciate the story in Frozen 2 um, way more. So I, I feel like it's like way more mature and people of all ages could enjoy it because like you know if you look like a little deeper than just like this kid story like there's some like real shit that you know we could apply to um some things that have happened in our actual history and i, I thought that was like really awesome of them to do and um yeah so i, I prefer frozen 2's story but i prefer frozen one's soundtrack yeah i agree there and frozen 2 the cinematography of everything was like wow who matured so far to like be able to do these crazy like Ridley Scott style like panoramic shots of these amazing landscapes, I thought it was great. But then you're like, wow, Coco and Tangled are way better movies than Frozen, so who cares? <laughs> well, I mean, Frozen. I love Tangled. So Frozen is done by the people who did Tangled and Wreck-It Ralph, so it's in the same house. So yeah, it's all in the same house. Kind of Very forgetful movie. Very. Forgetful. Yeah. But yeah, who got the sequel? There's my mic drop. There's no Coco 2, no Tangle 2. Tangle 2, it doesn't need to be a Tangle 2. That movie was just that good. 
You're, yeah. you're going to tell me that they're going to end Tangled and they're going to have Rapunzel well, in her final form? Could happen. That could happen. I want more Rapunzel in her final form. When I see girls um, and guys doing Rapunzel final form stuff at Dapper Day or just dressing up for Halloween, I'm like, dude, that's so cool that you understanding you've actually got to the end of the movie and you understand that this character is more than just the long hair. Yeah, I get you. So, yeah, but we don't talk about uh, Rapunzel's. Okay, but Coco, Coco. Speaking of Coco, uh, Epcot, your favorite ride, turning into Coco. Is that still a thing? Yeah, is that happening? I don't know. They have not touched on it. I kind of hope they don't change that. Because I, I thought, um, since it got so much um, love, and obviously you see the Coco stuff walking into the building, uh, the pyramid thing, uh, they're like, hey, why don't we just change the whole ride to Coco? Because they would go see, with the theming. Funny- like about Disney too is I feel like they miss the boat on a lot of stuff. Like they don't capitalize on stuff fast enough. Like 100%. if you would come out with something like Coco, like around the time, like when it came, like shortly after it came out, I feel like they would be just raking in money. Yeah. Cause like, I feel like they just like, they let it flurry out, let people forget about it. And then they were like, Oh, there's a, a marionette. And uh, we put some Coco stuff like in the place where you go on this other ride. Yeah. Whatever. And I'm just like, ah, oh, that's us. Yeah, I look at uh, the uh, attractions and all these different parks, and I'm like, okay, there's definitely a missed opportunity because there's so many movies out there that did amazing that have these cult followings and could hold their own with their own attractions. Like, like I'm going to be biased because Aladdin's my favorite movie, but when you go to Magic Kingdom and you see Aladdin, they get this cheap Dumbo-like ride with the magic carpets. Like, dude, there's you could pick any awesome like you know action scene from that movie and turn it into like a top tier attraction at disney if they wanted like uh, like yeah. imagine a magic carpet coaster bro imagine yeah like a magic carpet like a star tours type ride and you have to escape from the, the big uh, tiger head which i can't remember the cave of wonders yeah cave of wonders yes. yep yeah Ima- yeah jamie imagine imagine that sequence escaping from the, like you know going into the cave of wonders and then trying to escape on the carpet but in the style of, uh, and Steve, you'll know this, uh, the Gringotts, Escape from Gringotts ride. That, oh, but just yeah. Aladdin. Okay. You know, yes. that ride kind of sucks, too. Damn, Jamie's hyping it up over it. here. And I'm like, I like you know, it. Okay. So the ride starts up super strong. You're like, here's this big, crazy drop for like literal second. Like, it is, you think it's going to be way worse than it is. And then it kind of slows down. And then it just becomes like a weird 3D ride where you're like, oh, I thought this was a roller coaster. And then, like, you turn around and the ride's over. And you're like, that was, like, the shortest ride ever. Like, you you have more time in the pre-show elevator thing than you do on the actual ride. But I feel like it's universal and they have to balance out the 3D rides with the actual good rides. Well, universal is, like, you need more screens. So you kind of got to, like, shit the bed on this ride to put more screens in. And you're just mm. like, yeah, we get it. Screens. Did they do? Did they do that with Hogwarts motorcycle ride or no? Hell no! no. That's all animatronics. Okay, that's awesome. Up, that ride may be like top three best theme park rides, or the best theme park ride I've ever done in my life. I think it's the that best. Was, it's the best what? one I've ever done. Yeah. Wait, you're you're on. you're putting that against Rise of the Resistance? Hundred percent. Hundred percent. It blows Rise of the Resistance out of the water. It's like way. More, it, it's it's more intense than Rise of the Resistance. It's not okay. just more intense, but then there's like a part where you think you're going to go one way and then they drop you like Tower of Terror and then you just 
accel- like accelerate. And you're well, like, where did this even come from? Where do you think Rise of the Resistance got that idea? They totally ripped that ride. Damn. Not to mention, like, there are some insane animatronics on Hagrid's too. Dude, that the the Cerberus. I always trip out at how big and crazy that thing looked. Yeah. Or even the the big Hagrid one where he's like fighting that giant scorpion thing. Yeah. And you're like, this is insane. Alright, I gotta get on that ride. Yeah, and Garrett, okay, and this is me not even being a Harry Potter fan. This ride is the best ride I've ever been on in my entire life. Yeah. I'm gonna be straight up with you. Rise of the Resistance. Cool ride does not live up to the hype at all. I don't think it's this big game changing it was cool and it was good. But I don't think it's this insane game changing thing like I don't know, man. Jamie, Jamie almost got us kicked off that ride. I did on accident. I just crazy. Yeah, I yeah, I I pressed this um, button because we were in like what I thought was like one of the final queues, and there was this wall of buttons, and I was thinking it was like um, uh, Smuggler's Run where everything's like super interactive and you're okay to touch everything. So I'm like, all right, so I start pushing buttons, nothing happens, and I I see one that that says open doors, and I'm like, okay, and I push it thinking it's just like a dummy button, but I pushed it the doors to the next area shoot open and all the cast members heads just turned and looked at me all crazy and then like the one who was like taking care of our like section came over and was like yelling at me but like in character and she was like super pissed and she like made me switch <laughs> places with um with uh, uh with ben so like i had to go to the back and ben had to go to the front so like i wouldn't be near the buttons again and it was like crazy because i got kind of scared that we were gonna get kicked off because like we waited so long and i didn't want to get kicked off the ride and i wasn't trying to be like a rebel and just start doing random stuff i wasn't supposed to i thought i was just pushing yeah, stuff that rebel. was okay yeah oh. yeah see what i did there that wasn't even on purpose that just kind of happened but it was <laughs> great time uh, real quick though let me put some defense into this ride before the internet like shits down my throat okay so the visuals on that ride are pretty insane like when you get to the star destroyer you're mm-hmm. like and all the stormtroopers are there holy shit moment and then like yeah. all of the like animatronics like the like the would-be Akbar. That's not really Akbar. It's somebody else. I forget his name. Um, holy shit! And then that one. Oh, the Adak scene too. Yeah. Mind blowing. And then yeah. that one scene where you're in the escape pod and you're at that like free falling feeling. But like then the rest of the ride is just kind of like, oh, this is cool. But mm-hmm. I don't know. I feel like also oh, go Disneyland ahead. better Galaxy's Edge than ours. Hundred yeah, percent. I better I, layout. I hate that one um, area where it bridges Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge. And like you're standing in Galaxy's Edge and you look off in the distance and you just see the giant buzz. And you're yep. like, huh, this is that's not Star Wars. It's just like, yeah, <laughs> that's that, another space guy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That, at least in Disneyland, they like hide it. So like you don't know, like like you have to kind of walk into it to, to, to know that there's a Galaxy's Edge back there. Which is like what yeah. I also appreciate um, what they do with uh, Diagon Alley at Universal in Orlando. Like there's like this one wall, which is like the entrance to it. And like there's like two sides you can go into behind the wall. And if you didn't know what was behind that wall, you think, is, oh, that's just like a random building or whatever. But you yeah. go past that wall and you just see the giant buildings and the dragon off in the distance. You're like, holy shit, this is insane. It's it's really but cool how the they kind of hide flaw it. To that, though, the other flaw to that is then you look at the rest of Universal and you're like, Oh wow! Why didn't they spend this much money on the rest of the park? This sucks. True. I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm not it's like too I, worlds, literally. <laughs> not a diehard Universal, but I'm really curious to see. So, 
the one in Orlando, they're supposed to have the superior Nintendo land because they're actually building it yes. from the ground up with space intended for that versus out here in, um, in Hollywood, they had to demolish a couple warehouses to make space for it. Mm-hmm. So really curious. Um, so how do you guys fully feel about Galaxy's Edge? Do you feel like they kind of like let us down a little bit? A flop. They shit the bed, dude. A flop. Yeah, it's a, it's a flop. Straight flop. I mean, I love Star Wars. That's my, like, thing. Yeah. And I love Galaxy's Edge, but it's a huge flop. Where are the the aliens? aliens? Yeah. Where are the droids, aliens? Where's, like, better interaction? Um, They were supposed to have, like, this crazy, um, like, a very good sit-down, like, uh, like four Michelin star restaurant. Where the fuck is that? I mean, don't get me wrong. I love Ronto wraps. I'll eat those all day. But, like, I want to have, like, a crazy, weird in-universe experience while I'm eating, sitting, dining. I'm getting some fucking... Someone's offering me some goddamn death sticks next to me, and I'm like, nah, you don't want to sell me any death sticks. That's what I want. So and like, I also hate the fact that, like, when you see, like, Ray or V or Chewbacca or even Kylo Ren walking around, they have to, like, zoom past you. And it's like, what's the point of even having them, like, walk around? V actually kind of likes to talk to our group when we're around, I yeah. feel Both like. Times. Yeah. She's the best interaction. I yeah. agree. I agree. And and that's just like, I don't know, the rest of them, though, they just like run past you. And it's like, what's the point of having you there? Yeah. But going on the restaurant, Garrett, you know, through talking to your wife and our other friends who are, you know, pretty um, close to that situation, there was supposed to be that restaurant that was connected to the cantina, which is mm-hmm. up in the air that could still happen. So maybe that's, that's what was supposed to be what you were hoping for. And then what's kind of annoying is that they've tested that droid technology in Tomorrowland. There was one day a couple years ago yeah. where they had this. They had it on that Imagineering show. Yeah, they, they had um, yeah. like an R2-D2 like droid. Um, they called him Jake or John or something yeah. with a J. And it was inside the launch bay and they just um, monitored it um, monitored it from a distance. I think and, it was all throughout Tomorrowland. I don't think it was just in the launch bay. I think it was all throughout Tomorrowland. Okay. Um, I thought it was just in the launch bay, but um, you could be right. Um, and it was just for a day and maybe it wasn't successful testing. Maybe they um, saw like, you know, like a lot of flaws or I don't know. But yeah, like I don't see why they would promise so much and give so little. But you guys yeah. had R2 like in the park for like a minute and then yeah. like, it stopped running. Yeah. yeah. And like you could do. Yeah, you could do that. You could do BBA like you could do those roll droids too. like just you could do so much in there. That's all. Get yeah. Yeah, yeah and, and it's some like shitty cast member in a robe. And yeah, give me a hot ass toilet girl walking around. <laughs> what what sucks is that they're so keen on keeping that area canon that they've boxed out characters like Captain Phasma, Boba Fett, and it's just like oh like I get it, but I feel like there could have been a way where they didn't have to do that because pretty soon the you know you guys have all heard those rumors that. Star Wars and every other part of the parks are going to go away. Like mm-hmm. our tomorrow, our whole Tomorrowland was to get revamped. Like allegedly, uh, Space. You Mountains. guys have a terrible. Well, I feel like both Tomorrowlands honestly suck balls. I prefer yeah, yours. You guys, you guys are getting Tron though. Yeah, and but no, yeah. you guys have the People Mover. Oh yes, yeah. dude. Oh. How chill. Have, um, what what's that uh, ride called? Carousel uh, of Progress. Yes, baby. yes, yes, yes. yes. Great thing, beautiful tomorrow, motherfucker. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So you guys definitely have the better Tomorrowland because yeah. you guys have the better buzz though. 
I hate buzz, but you guys have the better buzz. True. I know true. that's like Jamie's. Yeah. You got the better buzz. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, they I, had that same buzz in Paris, the I, one that you guys have with yeah. the actual gun. Yeah. So yeah, I taught Garrett how to get good. He's beat. He's beat me before. It's not impossible dude, to beat me. I've ranked one. I've ranked one, but number one on my birthday, dude. He I did. got two, two something million, two million, yeah. two million okay, or something. Garrett, I'm gonna ask you. Jamie's vote doesn't count. Midway okay. Mania or uh, Buzz. Buzz for me buzz because i'm good at it i mean i suck at midway mania and and midway mania is uh is biased because it's well unless you're a hoe you're, you're better at it if you're a guy because <laughs> oh of the motion God. that you're doing on that fucking thing. god damn it i feel like <laughs> i only like going on midway mania when i'm riding with somebody who knows the secrets so yeah because, like getting yeah yeah because because e yeah. each section has a secret that will change the whole entire area to get more points and mm -hmm. some of them you can do solo but then there's others that you have to have somebody else to do it with you to make it easier or it's like nearly impossible to get it done yeah so. like the, the the rocket scene you can't you can't get all the rockets by yourself to get the one giant rocket to, to launch yeah the rocket oh. uh steve you're still there yeah, I'm here. I'm looking up uh, my notes real quick. Okay, Sorry. no problem. Uh, okay. Uh, so, yeah, the you're right about the rocket, Garrett. And then the army one, you can't hit both flying plates at once. That's impossible. No. And yeah. then the last one, it's doable uh, solo, um, but it's just going to take longer. And it's not worth it to try to hit all the targets open and then hit all the targets again and then have the explosion and then have everything go to the higher value points. It's, it's not feasible to do it solo. And it's not even possible to do it solo unless you're writing by yourself because if you're doing it with somebody who doesn't understand they're going to ruin the sequence and boom you just wasted your time yeah the only thing you can do solo basically is is make the volcano erupt during the dinosaur part pretty much True. Oh, and that the asteroid too right you think the asteroid hits yeah yeah so that's why i and also i don't understand why but midway mini always has a crazy wait time like, like yeah it, it's inevitable it's a bomb ass ride <sighs> You know, maybe you, you wouldn't be saying that if you had our Buzz Lightyear in your Tomorrowland. I'm just over Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> you know what's uh, what's I'm underrated? So over that ride. Uh, what's underrated? Uh, Mike and Sully's Laugh Floor. Uh, yeah, it's pretty great. I like it. Yeah, yeah I like. I laugh. Like I actually laugh, and like I, I wanted they're not expecting them to actually say anything to make me legitimately laugh, but they're just so clever and they just say crazy stuff and they kind of push the limits for it being Disney. I'm like, oh hey, this is awesome. I really enjoy this. But it's yeah. one of those things where you can do it like once, and then you have to wait like three more years before you do it again. True. But I mean, that's that's my average on going to Walt Disney World, so that's perfect for me. Garrett, <laughs> yeah. you should just join the crew. We go. We go a couple times a year, bro. Yeah, uh, the thing is, so, you, you go you go during my anniversary, and if I go without my wife, she gets pissed. All right. Her. Your wife. <laughs> I don't know her at all. I'm my, my wife. <laughs> Your wife. Just tell Lexi, hey, we're, we're taking a break from our anniversary this year. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let me just go tell her that real quick. Well, she'll understand. She, she'll be like, oh, he's going to go hang with the homies. All right. He wants to take the year off. I get it. We're it's we're together forever. It's not like you're going anywhere. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. Nah. That was like when you and Johnny were trying to get me to go to Japan, too. Like, no way. Not going to happen. But this year, you're, you're going to Wilkes-Barre. That's true, but that's different. Like, it's not around the anniversary time it's pretty much outside of that and who cares i'm going to wilkes bear by my calculations yes, 
I'm, I'm looking at my notepad. Why are you going to Wilkes-Barre? Wait, hold on. I'll, I'll, I'll get to you in one second, Steve. But by my calculations, Garrett, uh, the Wilkes-Barre trip is 10 days before your anniversary. Yeah, 10 <laughs> days before. We're good. It's all good. All right. All right. If those, all right. If that works. What's uh, in Wilkes-Barre? Uh, Wilkes-Barre, we are going to this annual Hardcore Fest. Shout out my boy, Nate Prosciutti, Strength for a Reason. He's putting on the second volume of SWB, Still Won't Break, Scranton, Wilkes-Barre, whatever you want to call it. And uh, yeah, Strength for a Reason is a great band. Just saying. Yes, great band. They've been at it for a long time. Awesome stuff. But yeah, so we're going out there for this one day music festival. And then we're filming, uh, going out there with, uh, we're bringing the camera crew. Shout out Steven197 Media. And we're filming a walk and talk interview with Nate Prosciutti. And there's going to be cameos by members of Title Fight, One Step Closer, Warn, um, a bunch of other people that I don't even want to talk about. I shouldn't even said that, but I did. Yeah, so, you're dropping. Yeah, I'm just right dropping now. big bombs. I, I yeah, I've never said public. It here, folks. Yeah, there, there it is. There it is. But yeah, so so that's what happening. I'm going down there with the film crew, which is me. It's not a big crew. It's me, Garrett, and Stephen One Nine Seven Media, and we're just doing stuff out there. So one weekend, we're gonna literally fly in and then fly out. So I'm jumping into the river that's below Market Street. Period. <laughs> Sure. Wilkes Bear's a weird place. Yeah. yeah. We have a short list of things that we're going to do. And yeah, it'll, it'll, it's going to be, yeah, fly on Friday, fly out Sunday, in and out, boom. Um, well, going back from Wilkes Bear to Disneyland, uh, I was very upset. I could not go to your Halloween party last year. Yo, that was like you're the trying coolest to go? looking thing ever. I had no idea you were trying to go. That's something that I've, that's been on my list of things to do at Disneyland that I've never done, which is weird to say because well, I've basically done it all. Well, when you guys started announcing like all the cool shit that was going to happen, then they're like, it's sold out. Mm-hmm. And then you guys didn't announce that there was more tickets until like the end of September. And it was like, I can't go now because then we have our October trip to World. True. My dream is for <laughs> everybody that goes to World on our Halloween trip to come out to Disneyland one year. I feel like that would be the ultimate dream your hope you really should be hoping because it's probably not gonna happen i wish it would too but dude how sick would that be garvey it would be. Lynn. bro the kingdom hearts characters i was like losing my shit over that yeah damn and it's weird too that they have those characters and kingdom hearts is popular like super popular yeah and- i'm gonna put this out there real quick go ahead kingdom hearts is one to like 100 represented in the parks they have that one pin mm-hmm. and like that's it or i think it's two pins now but oh, okay. when they announced that those characters were going to be there i was like this can't be real because disney does not even acknowledge that kingdom hearts is a thing and then it was like the most popular meet and greet yeah yeah as it should be like yeah that's crazy I, great I, yeah and I it, 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 it's weird there. to me that they don't or it, it, it seems like they don't understand how popular that piece of disney is yeah, 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 you I gotta agree. think. Like, if you look at all the games, uh, they've all done really well. Like, if you think about, yeah, even though three was terrible, I, three yeah. was very, very bad. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I think that was due to it just taking so long for it to come out, and it just was well, kind of like the, la- the fact that there was no Final Fantasy at all in the game. Yeah, they pulled the plug. I out. mean, yeah. We'll we'll get back. They went from half and half yeah. to one hundred percent Disney. Yeah, yeah, Disney. Hers, they can Sounds be like tough. some Marvel versus Capcom. Exactly. <laughs> Garrett touched on that. And I, yeah, th- there's always been talks that sometimes they get hard to work with when it comes to dealing with their IPs. So one of my inside sources told me that there is a Sora costume and it's not like a skin costume. It's like it has a big fake head and it's, <laughs> it's like 
terrifying looking. That's awesome. I would, I would love to see that because, but uh, there's only like one out of like in the world that's somewhere in Florida. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and I was like, I Ugh. feel, I feel like it would be so easy just to like slap a King Mickey with a with a keyblade. Like that wouldn't be hard to do. No, it'd be so. It'd be so easy. They did a, a, a Kingdom Hearts three like release party in L.A. and I follow this guy uh, named Maximilian and he went. And he took a picture with uh, a King Mickey from Kingdom Hearts. Yeah. So he had the Keyblade and everything. Like, and I was like, "Just, I'm like, why can't they just bring that down the road to Anaheim and yeah. put it in the parks? I don't get why. Yeah. It would, people would go. People would like just, go for just for that, too. Yeah. People would ship bricks for that, man. Yeah, like, exactly. They did for the Goofy and Donald. The support yeah. characters, for Christ's sake. Yeah. No, no, no disrespect to Goofy and Donald, but in that game, they are support characters. Yeah. I mean, I'd die without them. Though. Really? See, I switched. <laughs> I mean, in 3, Donald did have a gun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Long live that meme. It's yeah. It, it's a trip that they don't really give it any love. But there's so many other movies that get treated the, the same way. Like I, when I stumble across the the random Bolt pin, mm-hmm. and I was like, Bolt is so cool. Bolt socks. Bolt socks. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Bolts. What's your beef with they my boy? Have, they have a lot of Bolt blushes in. Uh, like Disney World. Yeah, see, they'll try to capitalize on his cuteness, but they don't want to show him any real love. Like that's because he like hit his kids or whatever. <laughs> is that real? Yeah, that's John Travolta, right? Didn't he didn't he like do something really yeah, bad? No, it was the remember. it was the massage stuff, I think. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. He got a little <laughs> freaky with the masseuse. She had grease. No, 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 no. Not <laughs> oh. not a she. Oh <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't think I don't think Disney like that. Um, and then going back to the the gem that Disneyland has, Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. That's a huge advantage yep. for you guys. Yeah, that's what a great good ride. One. That's one of our Honestly, better. Fantasyland is like hand over fist better. Like all of your dark rides, with the exception of maybe like Pooh, are really good. Like Alice in Wonderland is a really good ride. It's an exclusive. And like Snow but... White's an okay ride. The ending was really good and like super dark, but the one in France, it was like it ended on a happy note. Like yours ends on like, oh, did everyone just die? Like what just happened here? Well, yeah, it's, right. it's Snow White's abruptly ending adventure. Well, yeah. I, I always had Where to say, like, oh, did all the dwarves die? No, yeah. so that ride you're supposed to be in the perspective of Snow White, but yeah. I don't. Know. They don't explain that at all. Yeah, so you so have no clue. You kind of just have yeah, to because you see Snow White in the ride. So how you see in yourself? Are there mirrors everywhere? It's an out-of-body experience. <laughs> and but, Pinocchio's really good too. Uh, yeah, so Pinocchio's like great. Before Disney went on pause, Snow White was under construction, going under mm-hmm. a refurb, and they were adding a, a, like a new scene or maybe multiple scenes to that ride to kind of give it more context. Uh, so I'm actually really looking forward to see that whenever it reopens. I have no idea when that is. Uh, hopefully, yeah, hopefully sometime. In the, yeah, hopefully sometime in the near future. Um, but I never realized because um, like I went to Disney World for the first time in 2016. I never knew that they used to have a Snow White dark ride there. Did they? They did. It closed. Yeah, I remember. yeah it, it, it closed like um, I think like 2012 or something. Oh, dang. Interesting. Yeah. Okay, um, going back to the verses. Our Tower of Terror versus Guardians. Who you got? Oh, Guardians all I, day. 
I can't do that perspective because it's two different things now. It's not. Like, yeah, it is two very. It's it's two different rides now. I mean, it, it was always two different rides back when it was still Terror, but like. I think Guardian. I mean, not Guardians. I think Tower of Terror, especially the one in Florida, is themed better, and yeah. like the story is way better. And so the like, ride's more, better too because you actually go through the hall and whatever. Yeah, and it's but, like spooky. But I will say, Guardian, as it is now with Guardians, the Guardians ride to me is better. But I can't compare the two because it's two different themings now. I mean, it is essentially the same. You know, it's a drop. It's a drop ride, but it's different. Yo, remember when our ride got, like, broke? Yes, that was. <laughs> yeah, that was because we all know why that was. <laughs> yeah, because okay, okay, give some backstory. Ben used to be friends with this girl, and he's going to be mad that I'm saying this on the podcast. But Ben used to be friends with this girl named Kayla. Oh, I probably should have said her name. Fuck it. He used to be friends <laughs> with. <the> <laughs> <I do. laughs> Fuck it. Damn, dropping. Sorry, it. Um, she's thirsty for. for she's thirsty for clout. So there's there's your clout, Kayla. So he he used to be friends with this girl, and she she just went crazy, and she like wanted to. Um, and, and this is my perspective. I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure I'm right. She just like went crazy <laughs> and like uh, wanted like new friends. So she moved down to Anaheim because she was from like the like Ventura area or whatever somewhere up there. She moved down to um, to Disneyland to be in the college program, and she was like uh, desperate for friends. And she met Garrett and I through Ben, and she tried to box Ben out of our friendship. And she she would go behind the scenes and tell Ben like, "Hey, Jamie and Garrett are talking shit about you." And then she'd go to Ben and be like, "Hey, like I love those guys, blah blah blah. Like I, I want to um, kiss Garrett's face." And yeah, yeah, so she like went like went crazy, and obviously Garrett, Ben, and I are boys. Like like we talk, and obviously that's just gonna get get, diving deep on this podcast. Yeah, we're we're, we're going deep. We're we're dropping some bombs. We're we're, we're going deep. So so we're boys, and like you're not gonna just break this bond. So we got word of that, and I was like, fuck that. I'm pulling the plug. Like she's a hoe, and we ain't we ain't gonna take that shit. So Garrett and I just boom excommunicado. You're out. Go 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 away. We don't want to deal with that shit. So. We didn't talk to her for months. We go on Tower of Terror. She's operating that right. She sees us in the security cam. She tries to ruin our day. Was it Tower Guardians? It's Guardians. 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 Yeah. She tries to ruin our day. She hits pause or she does something. And we were calling her out. We were because like there was some other attendant saying, hey, like um, the rides pause. Like we can see you, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, we know it was Kayla. And she would never want to confirm or deny because it was the truth that Kayla finally had power over us. She hit like whatever on the ride and try to ruin our day but it didn't happen because we went back on it we rode the ride disney kicked you out and we're doing fine ben garrett and jamie still friends and that girl's gone we kicked her out of orange Boom. county kicked Just her out slam of your county. door like you did at uh, sound and fury bitch <laughs> yeah, no. That's crazy. Uh, that was really awkward though when the ride got stuck. That was so yeah, hard. yeah. That and that has yeah. never happened in the history of me riding that ride for ten plus years. Yeah, like it'll be like a oh sorry we need to reset the ride you can get off now. We were in there for like what like I swear twenty minutes right maybe yeah. even more. Yeah, it was close to a half hour. We were there yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a really long time. But um, other comparison, and it's not you can't really compare the two, but we're gonna anyway. Incredicoaster versus Everest. Ooh, Everest yeah. is my favorite roller coaster that Disney has, or uh, okay. out of what I've been on. What, so what, I, I I say Everest is my is my favorite. But wouldn't it be they are a, different? Wouldn't it be a, a a more fair comparison to do Matterhorn versus Everest? Because that's no, what they were trying to do. 
two very different rides. Like one's a thrill coaster and one's like a fun bobsled ride. It's more. I think uh, Matterhorn is has more of a feel to Space Mountain in, in Orlando than it does Everest. I okay. agree there because the the ride mechanics are pretty much exactly the same, and it's one of those jerky rides too. When Everest yeah. is pretty smooth. Yeah, true. I I always fear for my spine and my butt when I go on uh, Matterhorn bobsled. Yeah. Yeah. it's a great ride though you gotta do it okay yeah but, but no everest is just like a perfect ride and I, I i always say so you know the you know the mural right when you're going on the hill uh for everest to have like the yeti i want to get that as either a back or a front piece just all american traditional style damn they're crazy. yeah there, there's yeti artwork that i'll send you after this which i thought about getting as a back piece because of that ride yeah i'll send it to you when we're done with this so I was like, thanks. Yeah, that's that's a that's a bomb ass yeti. I'm gonna do it. Yeah, it's good. What blows my mind is uh towards the evening in Animal Kingdom Matter or, or not excuse me, um Everest will be a walk on and I'm, oh, like, yeah. I'm like, how does this even yeah. happen? This ride is so awesome and so intense. I'm like Well, because everybody at night gets ready for that uh the, the show on the water, like cut like water of color or some bullshit. I I don't I don't really care for it, but that's what everyone gets ready for. It's see it once, and then you're good. Like yeah, if you've exactly. never seen it before, see it once. But then, once you've seen it, just go ride Everest. Just keep riding yeah. Everest. I agree. Yeah. Everest and dinosaur. Just keep doing it. Yeah. Okay. Just alternate. You're like, you gotta run back. Gotta run back. Although I will say, the only ride not to do at night is the fucking safari. Last time we did the safari, <laughs> we saw like three animals. It fucking sucked. I was so mad. I was like, this is bullshit. Like, fuck this ride. Like, oh, I was so mad. And because during the day, the safari is fucking sick. You, yeah. you see some like, oh, that's a crazy ass animal. That's some more crazy ass animals. And then at night, I was like, one of the three animals we saw was a bird. Like, what the fuck? And it wasn't even a bird. It was just, it happened to land there from, it was like a Florida native. <laughs> yeah, it was Florida, man. Like, damn. Yeah, that, I didn't even know they did that right at night. That, yeah, it's, it's, a newer, it's a newer thing. That okay. safari ride is. It's not a good idea. The safari ride is so intense. Like the the D list like safari people, so they're like, <sighs> you'll see animals on this you wouldn't see throughout the day, and then like five minutes later they'll say the same line, and you're like, what are you doing right now? Like, get with it. Come on. Damn. I will say the first time I went on that safari ride, I had to kind of really look to see if those were real animals or animatronics because it was so intense. Because yeah. I I didn't really do a whole lot of research on that because I didn't even know we were gonna do that, and yeah. Yeah, but halfway through, I realized, like, oh, these are actually real animals. There's yeah. always that part of me that's like, this ostrich is going to come up and, like, rip my face off. But it never <laughs> does. I still got a face. Yeah. Yo, <laughs> I will choke out an ostrich. Bro, yeah. bird, that's the bird with the most human kills. Pretty insane. Yeah, it's wild. They'll fuck you up, dude. Those things are mean. <laughs> They're right. basically favorite, the modern-day velociraptor. Wait, sorry, you guys are both talking yeah. or something? Okay. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we're cowards. Um, favorite ride at World. Favorite ride at World. Okay. You can do one per park. Do one per park. Do one. Okay, per park. one. Per park. Okay. Magic Kingdom. Go. The Hubgrass. Best thing about that park. <laughs> yeah, you can say that. And you, you'll be like, oh, let me take this picture, but like, I gotta make it so it's just like this other influencer girl on the internet. <laughs> okay, that was one time, and that was not on the Hubgrass. <laughs> So you made Garvey take pictures for like an hour. Yeah, and you know, you know what's funny is I never even, I I never posted those pictures. I still have them on my phone. 
what? Thanks for wasting the hour. And then meanwhile, me and Lynn are like, oh, we're just melting in the sun. No big deal. Thanks. I know. I, I, I felt bad, but I, I appreciate you guys understanding my desire to have these cool pictures. But um, that is my favorite thing about Magic Kingdom is I love the fact that there is this part where you can just go and relax. Because we have nothing like that in Disneyland. You have to either sit on a stupid bench or a weird <laughs> cement block. But in Magic Kingdom, I can go. I can lay out a blanket i can actually lay down in this fake grass and it's just so lovely and it's just and it's exclusive to out there so it's something that i really look forward to that's why i always want to go there and that's why i was excited to take pictures there that one time with you garvey and lynn it, it's something that i always look forward to so that's that's literally my favorite thing and yeah i, I get it's on a ride but that's that's it that's over everything garrett all right um, for me, it's either a toss-up between People Mover and uh, Carousel of Progress because I just we don't we used to have People Mover, and then you guys have this really awesome updated version of it that I just totally can just go chill on forever. If they just said, "Hey, you don't have to get up; you can just stay on this thing," I would stay on that thing for like hours. Um, and then Carousel of Progress, just because I, I I love that ride and that jingle is just one of the best songs ever. Oh, it it really Sherman Brothers. Anything is good. Yeah, they're just they're gold makers. Okay, Hollywood Studios. Wait, wait, wait. What is yours? You can't just skip. Yeah, over you. you can't just skip you. Ah, I hate this. Uh, Magic Kingdom. I'm gonna say Haunted Mansion. It's that ride I I do every single time I'm there. Okay, that's fair. Good one. Yeah. And you said next one is Hollywood Studios. Yeah. Okay, Garrett, you can go first. Uh, okay, Hollywood Studios for me because they got rid of it at DCA. I'm gonna say Muppet Vision, baby. Love it. Ooh, Ooh, solid it, choice. Solid choice. Yep. Also, shout out to that uh, the fountain they have outside with Miss Piggy. Yes. Okay. Yep. I gotta right, go. Here's gonna gotta go with the Aerosmith coaster. Fuck you. You're the worst. How am I the worst? <laughs> Bro, Aerosmith and a thrill ride. Yeah, those are two things that go hand in okay. hand. So, okay. They ruined the ride. Think, I don't no, need to ever do the ride again because of that. You guys think about this. I'm from California, so when I go to Florida, I don't want to be in an environment trying to portray where I just left. So if I go, I'm going to have to enjoy the one slice of California that I actually like, and that's going down the 101, blasting Aerosmith, doing helixes. <laughs> it's it's the funnest when, thing. When do you drive down the 101 blasting Aerosmith on a regular basis? Tell me that. <laughs> it's like, bro, I need to do corkscrews, and dude looks like a lady. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah. So he's like, yo, I'm going around this bend. I'm walking this way. Whatever. Yeah. Steven Aerosmith. Tyler, the only thing you made you made that's good is your hot ass daughter. Live Tyler forever. Wow. Okay. All right. My my choice is Tower of Terror. It's the best ride. It's uh, top top three overall Disney rides for me in general. Okay. Um okay. Let's go, let's go Animal Kingdom because we were just talking about it. Animal Kingdom. Uh, Garrett, yeah. you first because you didn't have a you had a good choice last time. So, so for me, it's a toss up between like if I if I have to go overall, it's going to be um uh right uh what is it right of passage, but flight because a uh, flight of passage, excuse me, but because you have to like either you're going to wait so long for that ride, I don't know if it's still the case, or you just go early and wait in that long ass line. Because of that. I also love Everest. Everest is my favorite roller coaster Disney made that I've ridden thus far. So it's a toss up between those two. For me. My one gripe with that ride is the entire ride is Avatar. 
<laughs> yeah. Like, can you, can I mean, you name like three characters from that movie? Yeah, dude, Jake yeah. Sully and that's and Jake Sully and Jake Sully. Yeah, right. and Sigourney Weaver. The yeah. Navi. Yeah. Yeah. The, she just plays herself in the movie. <laughs> basically. But like, yo, Avatar fucking sucks. It it was that movie you need to see once, and then you're like, I don't know if I liked it or not, but I never need to see it again. Yeah, I have no idea why Disney gambled and bought the rights to have that in their theme park because it just I feel like it, it just throws off the flow of the park just because it's so, you know, out of this world. And it's not even that cool to begin with. So it like yeah. like the attraction is cool. Like Flight of Passage, uh my favorite attraction i i enjoy them uh you know putting those scents and me smelling things that i've never smelled before in my entire life so i'm like okay it's cool this actually feels like i'm on a different planet but outside of that i'm like yeah the land sucks they pulled or this is pre the Julie Canteen is the best part about that okay yeah that that yeah, spot it's... to eat first time i ever had tofu was in there thanks to steve awesome place but they overpromised on a lot of things and when i got there i was expecting all the things that i saw and read online and it was nothing like what they said it was going to be it's trash yeah and it's super small too true yeah it's tiny but like i, I think the only reason they like really invested any time in it is because it was like the highest grossing movie for a minute mm -hmm. and then like marvel was like yo we're gonna release infinity war bye yeah yeah i would have much rather seen a uh, titanic land <laughs> I would have rather have seen literally anything. Yeah. Uh, yeah and I'm going to say my favorite is Everest. Okay. Oh, Jamie, we didn't get one from you. What's your favorite? No, I, I said. He, he said Flight of Passage. Yeah. It's all right. It was not all my rant. Yeah. Okay. And then last but not least, Epcot. Uh, we'll go Jamie this time. You guys already know. We already know. Okay. We already know what it is. It's. it's <laughs> uh, it. Okay. It changed that part of the park. This ride is so epic that people run to the attraction as soon as the rope drops that's where they go because they know that this is the best attraction and it might be rivaled by the new guardians coaster it's not going to be beat by ratatouille or anything else that's going to be there because it's just number one sorry it's frozen ever after All right. i only appreciate the ride if we go on it with like a little kid or someone who's willing to sing with me i would rather see the frozen after after the show at Hollywood Studios than go on that ride. The show is way better. Oh, oh, you're talking about the, the awesome sing-along. Yeah. We, we had that sing-along for a minute, but ours kind of was, it sucked. Yeah, ours does like a great balance of like adult humor with like, hey kids, sing the songs. Mm -hmm. mm. Yeah. Okay. Garrett? Uh, for me, it's going to be Living with the Land. I love that ride. Lynn would be so proud right now. I, I just I think it's an interesting, cool ride. Like you know, it's it's something that you don't get at any other Disney park, really. Okay, I respect yeah. that. I'll go with uh, Grand Fiesta Tour or uh, I see the bummer is I love Figment, but Journey into Your Imagination kind of sucks. It's so old. Holy shit! It is. They need but to. But here's the thing: is the older, older version was so much better. Mm -hmm. And then Damn. they like, then they did it without Figment, and the ride was just like, what, what the fuck's going on here? And then they brought him back for this version, which is like the newest version. And it kind of sucks. Like there's that one part where like the wall collapses and that's like kind of cool. But other than that, it's like, eh, that's right. Kind of sucks. Yeah. Okay. And so, since we're on the topic of Epcot, I, I have to mention cars land since we borrowed test oh, track. Your, your ride is way better. Way I, better. Especially now, now cars is like, I mean, not cars. Uh, test track is like 
almost like Tron, but not. It I, has a Tron feel to it. I feel like I would but, like Test Track better if it wasn't plastered with all the Chevrolet shit all over it. Maybe well, I'm just they biased. Kind of just pay for the ride, so. Yeah, I, I get it. Um, but like, why couldn't they just been like, Yo, Honda, you sponsored our Autopia. Why don't you come over and do Test Track and we can get some awesome race cars? Um, but. But well, I, it's not like they would change the ride, like the ride vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> they just they just do what they did at Autopia and slap a Honda badge on it. No, the interior, the they could probably have a cooler system of customizing your car, dude. I feel oh, like I would get way more the, into the, it. You're just looking the reason I don't do the ride. I hate that part. Really? But I found out you can just walk through the door and they don't stop you. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, damn. And you don't have to wait on any line because not everyone is like trying to exit at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> it literally cuts your like line time in half. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah. Um, yo, real quick, since we are on Epcot two, uh, rip to Club Cool. I'm gonna miss my Beverly shots. Shut the hell up. No, it, Beverly. We, we I like Beverly. Yeah. All right, I'm gonna order it's, you a, a two liter of Beverly, and I, I want to watch you enjoy that. All right, <laughs> a nice cold glass of Beverly. It'll be oof on a hot day. Perfect. Okay, Epcot has the superior food and wine oh yeah and not you even guys have a good one too okay but not even getting into the food just when i look at the prices on the menu i'm like holy shit how are they doing everything so cheap out here yeah versus in dca it's like double what epcot is in price it's insane and then like yeah. i don't want to be that asshole again but going back like disney world just has better food like so you guys have some good ones but then you're like Oh, the ones at Epcot are way better, even taste and quality wise. Why can't I find a decent churro in Disney World? Because that's not our like aesthetic. Although now, if you go to uh, Disney Springs, they have like the specialty churro cart where you can get like fruity flavored ones too. Oh, like the Oreo mm -hmm. and like fruity pebbles and stuff. No, like you can get ones that are like mango something, and it's okay. like yeah, and flavored sugars. But They're I don't know. Right by the That's, castle, I, I feel like, what happened? in Disneyland, right by the castle, there's this place, Maurice's Treats. That mm. one cart has like five amazing snacks that I would put up with any snack. Honestly, we're going to go snacks for Disneyland. I'm going with that like Hispanic street corn. That shit is bomb. Okay. All right. I love the corn. There was like the Mexican, like the Hispanic seasonings. I hate saying Mexican. I'm sorry. But like <laughs> the Hispanic seasonings, it's sick. I'm like, yo, this is bomb. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like. I feel like. If I say Mexican, yeah. No, I feel like you saying Hispanic is worse than just saying Mexican. Yeah, <laughs> that's like. I think. I think. I think. And and this might be just bad, but his, his, Hispanic to Mexican is like Oriental to I'm Chinese. Yeah. yeah. Can, can we say that? I don't know. Well, because I don't know if like it's directly like Mexican seasoning on it, so I'm just saying Hispanic because you know I don't know it could be one of those other countries. All right. uh, I mean, if it's what I'm thinking, I'm pretty sure it's that's a Mexican flavor. Right there. It's, you're thinking the tahin, right? I, I don't know. Garrett? It just has like some crazy seasonings on it. It's good. Yeah, it's it's the tahin. It's it's like the sweet corn, right? With like the yeah. It's like an elote in a cup, basically. Is that what it no, is? There's, there's nothing in a cup. It's all. It's just like it's like sprinkled on it. Okay. Yeah, and it has like crema. Spicy, no, yeah. no crema. No. None. Oh, that's okay. Why, yeah, that's why it's a lot easier to eat. It's good though. Okay. All right. So the the brand that spice that they use in Disneyland tahine, it is Mexican. So Okay. Green light. I was right. Go. Green light. Also Toontown, I love Toontown. 
I know a lot of families like to go fist fight each other in Toontown. <laughs> Toontown beatdown, baby. The, the, the Toontown brawl. It's infamous. Yeah. The whole time we were there, the most recent time, I was like, all right, so Dan, where do you want to fist fight me in here? Come on. <laughs> and just got like the shittiest looks from people. All over yeah. Dude, that when that went down, it was so insane. I had so many people reaching out like, did you see the video? And I'm like, yeah, of course. I wish I was there. That that was so crazy. Like, okay, yeah. I, like I'm not gonna lie. Like, like watching that video and seeing so many people just standing by and watching this dude punch a girl, that oh was so God. weird to me. It's like, dude, it is very bizarre. Yeah, like, like I, I, I don't have um kids, but if I was there, I'd be like, yo, there's kids around that shouldn't be seeing this. I don't care. Like, you got it. You had to. You have to step in or something. Yeah, something. Very interesting time. Yeah, like if I was there, I would have been like, yo, Garrett, I'm going to rear naked this guy. You tackle him. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, opened my, it actually opened my eyes of how much you can get away with at the park before any, because they have to wait for the actual police to come. They can't touch you, the security. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, it went on for so long. It went on for like a few minutes before security even got over there. It's the point where you're like, was no one here? Like, what, yeah. what is happening? Yeah, but then when security got there, they're just like, uh, they were like, you know, holding the crowds back and yeah. saying like, oh, just move away, move away, because yeah. they can't, they can't just like rear naked choke, you know, like Jamie was gonna do. The people that are actually fighting, they have to wait for the cops to actually come. It's yeah. crazy. I, I thought to myself, I was like, are all of these people related, or like someone just trying to fight this guy? Like, what's going on now? Yeah, but then yeah. you you find out that they were all related. It was yeah, one, it was one family. party. It was one party. The guy like went to jail. Like I, I think he was in jail for like. Yeah. Um, I think he's still in jail. But it, I, he, it was like a, it became like a felony, and he was like in jail for like, um, like seven months or something or a year. It's yeah. funny because it's like you didn't want to laugh at it, but like you were like, "This is insane," and like you kind of had to laugh at it. Yeah, like it's crazy. Like I don't think I could ever do that to my family, but there's some other families that I've seen in the park that I'm like, Yo, I'm ready. Like, let's go. These people are so like, like rude or uh, just, yeah. you know, just not like thoughtful. I just like, I just want to start swinging on some of these random guests. There are yeah. a lot more of those people at worlds than there is at my age. Yeah. I was surprised at the, the amount of like tourists that actually hit world. I, I, I imagine going there the first time that I would be in the same environment, like seeing all the locals who were kind of hip to the Disney culture and the parks. But when I went there, I was like, wow, there's so many people who aren't from here. This is insane. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It is very insane. That's the one reason yeah. I was like, oh, land is sick. Cause I was just like, yeah, we're laid back. This is cool. Yeah. I always uh, hit up Garrett. I'm like, yo, come to Disney. Or Garrett will hit me up like, let's go to Disney, and it's like, yeah, it's like, like a normal thing for us since we have annual passes. Not right now. Fuck. Yo, I haven't paid for my annual pass in like two months. Yeah, it's weird. Yo, do you think our October trip is gonna be like somewhat full on Disney, or do you think it's gonna be like weird? I want it to be full on Disney. You have no idea how bummed I was uh that i had to cancel my flight like i was in contact with lynn like i remember i was so stoked to send her how cheap my flight was because i literally paid like 180 bucks for round trip on uh it was some sort of holiday weekend i can't remember which or it was easter weekend i i paid 180 bucks round trip from lax to orlando on Easter weekend, and that's such a cheap flight. I was so stoked, but then when the park closed, and I remember telling Lynn, I'm like, shit, I'll like, I have to cancel my flight. 
like trips over there's nothing we can do and we, i remember just both of us just being really bummed and i'm just like okay i was like let's just you know chalk that one up to a loss hopefully in october by then everything will be open again and we'll be able to do our normal annual halloween trip um but it, but at this point I, I like you know california opened up on friday you know phase one and i feel like by october we could maybe be phase three the latest yeah um mm-hmm. and hopefully we'll be able to fly out and the park will be at least more than 30 percent capacity how shanghai was today this is day one you know they're still learning seeing how things are playing yeah, out it looks pretty good too yeah everything seemed fine and um going into shanghai they required the guests to have their government ids and because yeah temperature yeah. checks and they, they wanted to be able to document everybody that was there just in case somebody caught it that they could notify people like yo like you were here somebody got it go get checked they're, they're trying to yeah. put up all these precautions and safety measures so i hope that's how it is out here by the time october rolls around we'll be able to do our annual trip and be around each other and have a good time April was devastating. I lost WrestleMania bookings. Like, uh, that was going to be such a like an insane, like awesome weekend for me. And then it just progressively got worse and worse and worse. Yeah, I remember yeah. I reached out to to Lynn because she was like, uh, it was one of her trips prior to that April um, trip that we we're supposed to have. And I told her, I'm like, yo, I want to be there next time you go because it, at that point, like, I didn't have anything planned to, uh, or I didn't have any plans to go in the spring. My next plan to go was in October. And she reached out. She's like, yo, like, we're going Easter weekend, like, roll out. Um, you know, Steve's going to be there, Garvey me and then she was like yeah there's other people who are up in the air and i was so stoked to see you guys but yeah like things just didn't pan out and i was like super bummed about that and i and i'm also glad like also like you know whatever the whole situation sucks but i was on the fence uh when i renewed my pass I was like should i get the premiere this year i don't know how many trips i'm gonna do like obviously october is you know always locked and we're always doing that one but i didn't know if we were gonna do any more together so i just didn't get the premiere i just you know kept the or i got the signature plus and was, would figure okay next time i go i'll just buy tickets and thinking back now it's like okay if i would have bought the premiere i would have you know, been shit out of luck no trips I might yeah. not even do a single trip so whatever but when i go this year i'm getting the premiere every park for free we're doing it we're going big there it is yeah but I, garrett you know so you know what's funny steve is like you were supposed to do your trip and then i found out that um you were leaving like like the day before i landed and then yeah. garrett was supposed to go the week after us which i thought was like crazy oh garrett left where'd he go oh i don't know he probably oh, no. he did say garrett i can't pronounce his last name left it's garrett's ralph well i'm adding him again <laughs> Garrett. Yo, sorry, I don't know what happened. I needed to start charging my phone, so I took my headphones out, and then the call just dropped. So sorry about it's that. It's funny. I'm gonna have the, I'm gonna relocate too because I actually have to start charging my phone. Okay. All right. But yeah, that was a devastating loss, April. I was very upset about that. Yeah, I was upset too because I was supposed to go to Walt Disney World too. Yeah, Garrett had like a Garrett had like a big trip plan. Garrett, tell me about your trip. Yeah, so uh, Lexi and I, my my wife and I, were planning a trip to Walt Disney World based off of uh, the the Star Wars rival uh, uh, rival run weekend, and we were gonna do a 10k that Saturday. Um, I think it was like April. We we're gonna be there April 17th through the 20th or 16th through the 20th, and then all this happened and everything just got canceled. So 
yeah, it's rough. I'm, That's I'm the rip, shits. I'm, yeah, it's whack. Yeah, I don't know. I'm hoping October can happen. Uh, October, supposed to bring my girlfriend for the first time and her son. Shout out to Brooke. Shout out to Titus. And uh, I would really be upset if that got canceled. Uh, yeah. Speaking of uh, Titus, how does he spell his name? T Y T U S. Okay. It's sick. I appreciate the spelling. I was uh, curious if it was like a Final Fantasy X reference. Uh, it is not. That'd be really cool. Though. Although, uh, Final Fantasy X sucks. Oh. That... R- relax, relax, what's ball? What's ball's not good. Dude, you're so high right now, Steve. I thought you were straight edge. <laughs> Bro, um, Final Fantasy VII will always be the Omega, even though the new one was very bad. I saw your Facebook post about that, Garrett. Oh, where's your camera? I, quick? I don't know. I mean, it should be here because I'm, I'm using it. Oh wait, there you go. There we go. Bam. He's back again. And I just got my phone charging. I'm stoked. Okay. But yeah, I don't know. I did not like the new seven at all. Garrett. Garrett can speak on it better because I, I I haven't played it. I've just kept up with it um, with through my friends playing it. Yeah, I I enjoyed seven, but you have to remember that or I never played seven originally. Ooh, okay. Well, I mean, yeah. listen. Even though like you wanted like because it's a remake, it's not supposed to be the exact same. The end was such utter shit. Well, because it's not the end. It's because they're doing part by part. Yeah, you know? I, I know yeah. that, but like that ending was like some like makeshift like kingdom hearts 3 villain then you had like the all the stuff at sephiroth and you're like this is too soon we shouldn't be doing this yeah that's how that's how my wife felt because she's a huge seven fan like she's been waiting for the remake forever and then she's like why do we see sephiroth so many times yeah yeah it's very weird yeah yeah and you know what's even crazier is they haven't even started to work on the second one that's what square that's squareness they're they're just like yeah we're gonna take like a mil- another millennium to like put it in another game yeah so, uh, so they're thinking like it's gonna be another five years till we get or till you guys get the second episode why didn't they just work work on it in unison it makes no sense yeah it doesn't make any yeah. the actors aren't gonna even be able to do the same voiceovers at that point yeah because <laughs> they're just gonna be so old <laughs> Uh, I don't know. But I am really stoked for October. I hope it happens. I wish Garrett was coming too. It's a shame. Me too. Sorry. But I'll be there in 2021 for the 50th. 2021. Well, should we just end it here? Um, Before we end it here, because we didn't, we got our favorite rides of the four parks in Florida. We need to get everyone's favorite ride in California, DCA. Right. Yeah, this is that's true. Good call. Yeah. All right. So, so let's go. What's your favorite at DCA? DCA. Uh, get me. Get me next. Get me next. Jamie, go first. Favorite ride at DCA. When I go into that park, the one ride that I always enjoy, and it's so weird to me that it's in DCA, is I really enjoy the Little Mermaid. Okay. A good you ride. Would, you would fucking say some <laughs> shit like that. It's even like the same exact ride at Disneyland. I mean, Disney World. Disney World. Well, yeah, you guys Disney have that. Okay, in in Magic Kingdom, um, it's yeah, way more. Ride. It's way more yeah. grand. And I'm like, why isn't this in Disneyland? This could easily hold its own in Disneyland. Yeah, it is bizarre that it's not Disneyland, but it it is a good ride, and it usually has the best air conditioning in all of Florida. Hundred percent. I yeah. love it. Even in DCA, when it's a hot day, you go in there. They got the AC bumping. When you're going underwater, when you're going down backwards, you're like, okay, this is heaven. 
It's underwater. <laughs> yeah. This is if I could just continuously ride that ride during summertime, I would. I respect that. Okay. Uh, my favorite DCA ride, I'm going to say Incredicoaster. Even when it was the Screamer, I really liked it. Because that's like a ride where you're like, this is a Disney ride? Like, this is fucking sick. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I, not... I want to say Guardians is like a close second. Because Guardians yeah. is really good. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have to agree with you there. Um, it goes, yeah, for me, it goes in credit coaster. Uh, that was my first looped roller coaster ever. So, oh, sure. yeah. yep. Um, when I was a kid, I was so scared. And then my cousin was like, just come on with it or come on. Uh, it's not scary. I was like, uh, I was shit my pants though. And then I was like, Oh, it's not scary. It's actually really fun. Um, and, and a close second is guardians and then runner up between those two, Mike and Sully to the rescue. Respect. Oh, all right. Yeah. Okay, Disneyland, Jamie. Disneyland. I have to go with Indiana Jones. It's a staple. Okay. Even I though, and I don't understand why that one attraction breaks down more than any other attraction. Like sometimes we'll use that as a, a scapegoat to get a free fast pass for anywhere else in Disneyland. Like, okay, we'll get this. Right? Yeah, it's like a breakdown. So we'll be able to use it somewhere else. So we'll get our, you know, our um, fast pass experience, whatever it's called. And it's, it's just so weird to me. But yeah, my favorite yeah. ride in Disneyland, I love it. I always tell people like it's one of the best attractions. There's so many cool things to talk about that ride. You know, even just like the history, the queue, just the different sequences. It's it's amazing. Indiana Jones is my favorite attraction ever. I'm going to say Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. Okay. Uh, we don't have it in Florida. I love it. I even got a tattoo for it. Uh, Kyle Crowell, good dude. Go get tattooed by him. Yeah. It's walking yep. distance from Disneyland. Yo, Garrett yep. Gar- Gar- gets, Gar- gets tattooed at that show. Garrett showing everyone his tattoo, even though it's a podcast and you can't see yep. it. Yep. <laughs> the world just saw it. The world just heard it. Yeah. Um, but that ride is insane. You literally die and go to hell after you've been convicted of drunk driving. Like, what? What? It's great. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. All right. All right. Spill it. All right. For, it's got to be Haunted Mansion. Oh, it, it better be. I, like I said, I think I like the, the overlay better, but I get it. Wait, so you prefer Haunted Mansion over your beloved Star Wars? I, I do in this case. Dude, I Haunted totally Mansion. agree. I totally agree. Sell yep. all your Star Wars stuff right now. No. <laughs> the Star Wars area is kind of a, not, it's not a letdown, but it kind of is. Yeah. If that makes it's sense. Not, and it's two different things, but yeah, Haunted Mansion, favorite ride. And uh, I will say, uh, Steve, Steve's not going to like it, but I, I I, understand and enjoy when they change it over to uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, but I also get very irked because it takes it away for four months of it being Haunted Mansion for me, and I don't like that. <laughs> but, I mean, to be fair, they keep, like, some of the big aspects of it, like Hatbox is still in it, and, like, a few of the other ones. Yeah, that's true. But will Florida ever get their hat box? Uh, probably not. Because yeah, allegedly, this is the rumor that there was two hat box ghosts built. One's in storage oh, somewhere. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it'll ever happen. Unfortunately. Okay. The, the Florida one breaks down way too much. It is insane how much the Florida one breaks down. Mm-hmm. I hate it. Well, guys, this is this is awesome. I like these might be, and I've said this like maybe last time when Liam was on, but I think these might be my favorite podcast because 
I yeah, fucking love that. I love Disney. Yeah. I, I'm glad I know people like you guys who have knowledge enough to come on and talk about Disney for hours on end. And I appreciate the people who listen and who reach out that want to come on and talk Disney. Um, I have a couple people lined up that want to do that. So that's, that's super sick. And um, overall, like Steve, I'm so happy. I finally got you to come on the podcast. This has been so fun to talk to you. It's been too long since I've seen you. And I'm just yeah, so stoked that we're able to finally do this. Um, real quick, want to shout out Steve Calloway. Follow him on the in, on Instagram, Stephen with snacks. Review snacks all day. I love snacks. He does too. That's not me. We're talking about. Uh, and follow everything Kaiju Big Battle, whether it's Instagram or Facebook. Do it. Hell yeah! And Garrett, got to get the plug. Got to get the plugs. Garrett, you got any plugs before we go? Um. Just shout out uh, Jamie RK podcast. Thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. I know I'm. I know I'm. I'm officially a co-host of the Disney influencers uh, episodes, but I just appreciate it whenever I'm on. Um, shout out Lexi. I love you. It's my wife. And, that's his wife. Uh, yeah, that's my wife. And shout out just Disney. You do a lot of horrible stuff, but you also do a lot of great stuff too. And I can't wait till I can go back into your parks after all this is over. All Isn't right. it crazy how they can like break your heart sometimes? But like, they're like, ah, oh, it's Disney. It's all right. Yeah, it's a give and take relationship. They give us shit and we take it. All right. Well, there you guys have it. This has been fun. I still got to work on a sign off um, for my other kinds of podcasts, but this has seriously been fun. I love Disneyland. I love all of you guys. And we'll be back soon. Bye. Bye.